Sweet silver bells. Sweet silver bells. Seem to say throw kids away. Did he say throw kids away? Pears. That little redhead is Sean back in the day, people. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Carol of the Bells done by the opposite. Well, I'll give you the full name here in a little bit, but it's one of my favorite Christmas songs because really and truly they just bang it out. And besides that, it's very one of the very few that actually have the words. Usually when you hear Carol of the Bells, <clears throat> it's just music. Yeah, and you can't make out what you're saying. Yeah, yep. and it's yep. and it's rare that you hear any any vocals to it anyway. I mean, like the Siberian orchestra, they're just that, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good. I'm not saying it's good. Uh, what's her name? Lindsay, uh, the one who plays the violin. She's good, too. Oh, my God. Hell, that's I'm in love with her, dude. Yes, I'm and I'm just saying she's good, too, but there's no words there. It's just yeah. the song. And quite a few of the Carolina Bells. I got quite a few copies because I was – and then I stumbled across this one a couple of years back, and I was like, well, this is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea when it was originally recorded. God only knows. This, this thing can well, be looks fairly recent. I'd say probably the 90s. 
Yeah, it probably is. It probably is in nineties. I don't know if it could have been done much before that. There's only five. What is five hundred sixty thousand uh, subscribers to this? Uh, I don't know. Twenty eight. Twenty eight million views four years ago is when this was posted. Uh, I just don't mean it's when it came out, but um, well, there's lots of comments, guys. Nine thousand comments. If wow. there's any negative ones, they have to be anti-Christian. Is all I can tell you. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, the song itself is just excellent. Or maybe ones that are making fun of the kids in the video. Yeah. Well, you know, I like making fun of the kids in the video. I can't help myself. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the one kid who's like, like I wish I had a voice kid? like that. Yeah, I know. You seen the one kid? There's that one kid who's looks good like that. I know. Yeah. It's, it, and it's, then, it's weird. Well, and it got me to like the little black kid. He was belting it out. His lips weren't even moving. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. how the hell is he doing this? If, uh, if you if you go back and watch any of uh, the early Bernadette Peters, when, she, when you know, the the very pretty singer she dated i don't know if she still is dating but used to date steve martin when she sings her face doesn't move i mean she's like it, it looks like a, you know like a ventriloquist Van dog Trav, she's yeah. really Van building it she just doesn't move these muscles at all uh carolyn yeah. you know it's a great song it's been around for a while I, um I, you know i'll look it up and find out exactly here well youtube don't always well it's not exactly youtube's fault Remember, when people, when you're reading something on YouTube, YouTube didn't put that there. Some other person put that there. Mm-hmm. So it's up for them to give you the details, and they don't always give you the details. Well, we don't, some of our archives are, are more detailed than others. Oh, so yeah. <clears throat> Just depends what, what host it is. Some hosts like to give you a three day book before you, you get to the show. And some hosts are like, la, 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 find out what's going on next. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of that. Um, I'm guilty of H- both, by the way. Hey, Jay, hmm. is there a shadow behind you? Shadow figure? Um, the, My dog is sitting in front of the, the projector that makes the starry thing back there. So okay. yeah, when he moves, you see his head or his ears. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I have, a, I have a shadow demon behind me <laughs> no in the form of a German me. shepherd. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, yeah, he, you, he you right in front of it. <laughs> Dragon said they make some funny expressions. They make some pretty wacky ones, man. There's, there's so some... How was everybody's Christmas? What was that? It was pretty good. Um, I showed you this book that I got, and I, I can't wait to read it. Uh, you said you know the author, Tom White? Yep. Thomas White? Uh, it looks cool. I mean, it, I'd never known Pennsylvania had cryptos. Uh, you know, of course, ghosts. It's an old, old state, but I didn't think we had. There's some cryptos in there I've never heard of, like lizard lizard dudes walking around. <laughs> over here, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all pretty close to New Jersey, aren't you? How far y'all? Yeah, away? we are. New no, Jersey's right, right on the other border. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. And the New Jersey it's, Devils just hanging out over there. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's that's one of those guys to go to uh, New Jersey and look for the devil. I forget the name of the triangle they call it over there, but I'm telling you. Well, that's let's see. They got they got that one. They got Devil's Jaw. Y'all know where Devil's Jaw is? No, no. That's in the Great Lakes. <clears throat> it makes okay. up three of the Great Lakes. It's called Devil's Jaw because we all know the Bermuda Triangle. So, but there's several of these little triangles around that, yeah, that just seem to be. Yeah, they lost yeah, a bunch of planes up there. The other one is over, it's over in the Sea of Japan. The other the other Bermuda Triangle thing. The Japan has lost its mind. I don't know about. Uh-oh, I think I think the other one, is, one of the triangle points on the Pacific one, is in in Japan in the Sea of Japan. Sean has been taken by extraterrestrials. He'll be back shortly, people. Uh, <laughs> don't 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 worry about it. 
If you hear screaming, can you hear me? You're back now. Yep, gotcha, gotcha. You were you were being probed by extraterrestrials. We were getting worried. You had this weird smile on your face. You were like, Whoa, what's that about? I had a, I had a. You just, I don't know why you break it up so bad. What's going on? Is it just me? Is it breaking up for you too? Everything looks good on my side. No, you're breaking up on mine. Yeah, you're breaking up on ours. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I wonder why. How am I now? Uh, you, you you get clear for a few minutes and then you start breaking up. It's really weird for some. If it keeps yeah, it up, I'll make you reboot or something. But you're kind uh, of pixelated, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you don't clear it out. Oh nope. There you go back. Oh, I think that's because he's got um, which I'm call it on behind him. Um, he's got a digital background. Yeah, but I, yeah. I don't think that's it. And this, when when you move back, you fade Thanks, into man. the background. But when you move forward, you you go out of focus. Oh, oh okay, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, no, that's normal for me. I have to. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'll no, but up. you were you were breaking up bad a few minutes ago. You cleared yeah. up now, so whatever it was. Okay. You were you were looking like a really bad Picasso for a minute there. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Michelle. If you can hear us out there in in, in Michelle Land. Anyway, however, you know, everybody had their Christmas, and we had a, uh, a decent family. I think we had nine, ten people come over, so it wasn't huge, but wasn't small, kind of mid size. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had way bigger, we've had way smaller, so it just depends. Everybody had a good time. They didn't wreck my house, so that's a plus. Uh, <laughs> what was it, Janine? No, no, I mean, well, actually, um, two of my stepdaughters and her husband rented a house across the street from us. We, we live in a neighborhood where it's just, it's a, this is a, um, I don't want to call it a rental neighborhood. It's just a resort neighborhood. And uh, so, well, no, when I originally bought this house, it was going to be a weekly rental, but Someone talked me out of that. We're not going to mention any names. And anyway, anyway, there are a lot of rentals in the neighborhood, though. Uh, probably two thirds to eighty percent of all the houses here are rentals, and uh, they they some are really expensive. Some no, there's, there's, the cheapest you can find is probably this time of year, probably one hundred eighty a night. That's probably the cheapest. Uh, that's, that's about the typical hotel stay yeah. as well but it's one room usually it's not a suite or you know, no no these, these are but these have minimums i think you gotta do like three or five day minimums and uh, yeah and there's always a huge deposit you know airbnbs are notorious for getting big deposits and then taking um up to a month to pay them back you know why they take up to a month to pay them back johnny you know why because they're well, collecting interest on your money yeah that's all it is it's, it's just it's a Ponzi scheme it's just, and I don't even know why, because what are they getting like thirteen dollars or something? I mean, come on. I guess if you do it to yeah, enough people, but you think about it, if you have a rental unit and you you, you rent it out, just say fifty people a year, fifty times thirteen, mm-hmm. it stacks up. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Pay that damn electric bill. Uh, mm-hmm. No, Carolyn, we actually we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back, and then we're going to get into the news. Uh, what news? What do you mean? You know, it has been a slow week for news. Yes, it has. Yes, it's been, it's been a little that. quiet. There've been some hidden things we're going to talk about, like, like Joe Biden letting the Chinese run their spy satellite off of our internet. What? Yes, we're going to get into that and a few other things that the local morons done, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Humpty Dumpty Trumpty, and uh, <laughs> and, and and then we'll see where we are at that point. Well, really, that's that's not. I mean, it's not. A, I almost bought Wolf on tonight because we had he got, got bumped a couple of weeks ago, but um, but I'll talk to him tomorrow and I'll, I'll set him up for next Friday and come hang out with us. 
But uh, what was that, Denise? No, we're going to be on a break. We're going to take a break real quick. What do you mean? What do you mean we just took a break? No, that wasn't coming in. That wasn't a break. No, that was that was the opening theme song. I said that that's just letting you know we're alive and kicking. That's all that was. <laughs> yeah, so actually here and working for a change. But anyway, we'll be shit. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll see when we get back. Lord, don't give me the giggles tonight, man. Come on. Well. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price. Ow. Or better rest than death. Or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war. Because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shockers around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces around the moon in the world, we learn their spirits. I don't know who a speechwriter was. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond. I know, he didn't write it. Which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness.
And Uncle Ronald Reagan, huh? One of the best. Yeah. Was that creamy? Well, <clears throat> we play those to remind people. Yes. Uh, we we play those to remind people that, you know, sometimes uh, the past does teach us lessons. In this mm-hmm. case, it should have taught us all lessons on how we should treat our enemies and our allies. Unfortunately, uh, Clinton was fine. Clinton understood that China always needed to be kept at arm length and anything to do with trading, there should be uh, gaps because eventually they would overtake us. So mm-hmm. there should be places that uh, we have we had options. He understood that. Re- Reagan understood that. Baby Bush w- wanted to understand it, but he just, he was too busy fighting two wars. And that's pretty much all his, his legacy is going to be is fighting two wars. Um, you know, the Twin Towers got blown up, the spy plane got taken, and we just killed hundreds of thousands of people for the mm-hmm. 3,100 of ours they killed. Might have went a little overboard. Just a little bit. And then Obama decided while he was president, he was going to kill another 50,000 with drone attacks because I don't know why. I mean, I figured the war should have been over by then. But, uh, well, actually, Johnny, Barack Obama did end the war, uh, Iranian war. After Iraq, ramping it up and yeah. starting another one. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, he, he ended the Iraq war, yes. Sort of. Well, we never brought everybody home. It's not like Afghanistan where – Biden just tucked tail and ran and left everything. Iraq, we didn't do that in Iraq. No one, we still have a keep peacekeeping force there. And two, we took all of our shit back. I mean, we were like, except for what we were giving Iraqis. I don't, I don't know what this cowardly thing was that Joe Biden did. It was one of the biggest, most cowardly things I've ever seen any leader in our country ever do. Because there was no reason to retreat that way. We weren't having our how much kid. how much paper cash did it leave behind? It was like four pallets, like a like a billion dollars. Yeah, it was like a that. lot. It was a lot. We left all kind of weapons, all kind of uniforms. We left all kind of all kind of stuff. And for Physical what this? Cash. I mean, this wasn't I, Vietnam. This wasn't Hanoi City. You know, in Vietnam, at least uh, the communists were overrunning Hanoi, so we had to leave. But but here, this wasn't that. That's what not what was going on. We were complete control of everything. Plus, what's even worse is we left behind. 30,000 people that worked for us there uh, that are still there, by the way, they haven't even got them out. And the Afghans want them to leave or the, um, not the Afghans, who's running the place now. Um, they want them to leave or they're going to kill them. And America's just like, oh, well, you shouldn't have helped us, man. <laughs> you stupid idiots. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It, it shouldn't be like that. We should have already got all them people out of there, mm-hmm. even if we had to use force. And then it's like, then we go to Israel, <clears throat> modern day Israel. They're holding U.S. prisoners. No one has ever held hostages for this long a period of time before. And yet the media isn't even saying, I mean, they were giving Jimmy Carter so much crap. What was it, 40 days that they had the hostages? And they were giving him so much crap. It was more than that. It was like 419. How how many ever it was? It was a lot. It was a a long time. It was like um, two years. But regardless... At least he tried to get him out, even though it was a complete nut yeah. swap. But I remember he and Reagan on television going, well, one way or another, they will be home the day I get in office. And they were. They released him that day. They said, oh, they released him that day so it would make both presidents look good. No. They released him that way because Jimmy Carter wasn't a murdering crazy bastard like Ronald Reagan and Darth Cheney was. Screwing around with Darth Cheney is suicidal, man. They should. Everybody on planet should be glad that we didn't go to war with Darth Cheney as, as vice president. Why is that, Joe? Why is that? Because he's an evil bastard. 
He, he had no the problem killing. He, he he had no problem killing anybody. Go ahead, Jay. The hostages were held for 444 days, from November Ooh. 4th, 1979, to their release on January 20th, Reagan's inauguration day, 1981. So what is that? A, a year and a piece of a year. 79 to 81. That's two years. Two years yeah. plus. No, not 400 days. 365 days in a year. Well, it says 79 to 81. So I don't know how that. Oh, because that probably because it was like the start. It's of so close to the year to the year. Yeah, yeah they, probably, they probably did it like that. Well, it spans uh, two. It spans three years, calendar wise, but it's really only a yeah. No, Christopher, a year, um, a year and a half. What happened to those helicopters were is they weren't equipped for desert maneuvers, and they clogged up their air filters. That's all that happened, by the way. They were in yeah. fact jungle. Helicopters. They were. They, and the, the sand from the because they had to had to go so low to stay under the enemy's radar that the 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 rotors kicked sand into the engines and and I, I think almost everybody died. They, they captured only five or six. People yeah, at the end almost, almost. Yeah, I'm, I can't remember exactly, but it was pretty much everybody died in those two missions. It was like six or it seven. One of the biggest. In, yeah, it was one of the biggest embarrassments ever. Yeah. Well, well, we and, lost and the helicopters. We lost Carter the people. That, but Carter didn't decide on what kind of helicopter to send. That's the general's fault. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, I mean, buck stops here is how that works. That's why mm-hmm. Carter caught mm-hmm. it. But and, I mean, he should have had a better general. Whatever you want to argument you want to make, you can make. But yeah. in the end, it was a military call. And I cannot believe any self-respecting general would have would have sent in those kind of helicopters into a desert situation. But oh, you know yeah, what? You know what, though? I don't think they really thought about it that hard because when we went to the desert store, we screwed up there, too. We were having tanks getting clogged up, filters and stuff. We never we never updated the systems enough to handle that much sand, which you have to kind of wonder because all the big wars are supposed to be fought in the Middle East, so why wouldn't we be preparing for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't – you know, sometimes I just wonder about the people in charge. You know, the people – who, because everyday people get in charge, and people forget generals are everyday people too. If they're not combat generals, what do they really know about the operations of a, a tank or a jet or a plane or a helicopter? Unless that um, was their job coming through. Unless that was their job coming through. Exactly it. If it wasn't, you know, if they were like a flight commander or something like that, then that probably means at one time they were a pilot. So they're probably more familiar. But ah, I mean, these guys, and that's another thing, if you were a tanker, in World War II, compared to a tanker in Iraq, it wasn't even the same game. I mean, Iraq tanks can fire on the move, man. <laughs> and they can fire the move yeah, at 50 like miles an hour. Cadillac versus a jalopy. I mean, the, the tanks back then were so small. You, I think even today, if you're five foot nine, you can't be in a tank. Well, that's, that's you know, with the Navy, I think the beds are only five ten or something. So if you're over six foot, you're yeah. uncomfortable. They might be sitting. You know, and, well, and there's there's a there's a cap for height for the submarines. You can't be over five foot nine to be on the submarines, right? No, they, no, they changed some tall it. boys on here, brother. Yeah, they just depend a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pilots. What do you call those guys bulkhead billies because they keep banging their yeah. heads. Um, <laughs> pilots generally are probably around the five ten. They don't really like them any bigger than that in the cockpits, but. Mm-hmm. But that's also true because most Navy ships and most Navy bunks, land bunks, I think are either 5'10 or 5'11. Mm-hmm. So I remember the guys in our company, those guys in their 6'1, 6'2, 6'3, and their freaking legs were just hanging yeah. over the edge of the bed. Kind Two, of sucked three feet at the bottom of their feet are hanging out. Yeah, up, up you know, to the It just kind of sucked for them, but I, what you mean? Yeah, imagine. Like Navy, Navy bed, who the hell told you Navy beds were comfortable? Maybe if you were an officer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The 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 the, the, uh, 
So no. I, I got to sleep in three different bunks. I mean, uh, three different style bunks. I got to sleep in on in the boot camp, which was just a prison bed. Well, most people don't know that Nimitz was a World War II prison, and it pretty much was still a prison when we got there. So we got to sleep on those. And then the ones aboard in Nimitz, until I got promoted to uh, officer, were just ridiculous. I mean, it was like... Plus, you never knew where you were. Sometimes you'd be on top of some armament. Sometimes you might be on some, some fuel. <laughs> Navy's dangerous place to be hanging out. Your bunks were never in safe locations. Oh, nope. no. They were always in locations. If it blew up, you were going to die. Oh, yeah. When I, when I was on the Independence, my rack, I had the top rack, and the, the um, airplane engine machine shop was right on top of me, man. Oh, joy. Oh, my God. And it was crazy. Uh, no, whoever says you know, 24 hours a day. Oh my god, you know what? I was a night baker, and in the daytime, they just run them jet engines, man. I swear to god, I think I got a hearing loss or something like that, you know. Yeah, you might have. Yeah, I'm gonna go and get it checked out through the VA, see if I cannot get any disability for it. Oh, you might because it, you know, that's a lot of noise, and back then. Yeah. You didn't have to wear uh, headgear. Now you do. Yeah. Or, yeah, um, hearing protection. Because um, I was contacted, oh, this is four or five years ago, about a suit for uh, plane captains, uh, deck captains, basically. And uh, because a lot of them had uh, hearing problems. But yeah. you see, I actually was one of the ones that actually wore the headphones on my head. Because uh, mm-hmm. I never understood. A friend of mine goes, well, why? He said, I said, no, I always said you could talk to people. I said, so why take them off? I said, unless there wasn't a plane on the deck, why take? Because I mean, it doesn't matter. Even if it was a prop plane, is still unbelievably loud. Yeah. Um, and then any any jet sitting there tacking up for takeoff, it's just ooh, it's louder, 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 until you release it, and then poof, down the runway it goes. And it's yeah. not exactly quiet when it's bumbling down the runway either. Nope. Oh, people when they're coming in, sometimes they'll be throttling engines up or throttling engines back. I mean, it just it's unbelievably loud. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> even even with the headgear on, it's still you can still hear it. Yeah. Oh no, we had serious headgear. It, it's um because one, you don't want to cha- train all these people, and then they'd be deaf and can't do their job. Even though almost everything you do in a flight deck is by you know t- hand signals. Yeah. Um. What do you mean when I you mean when I release a pilot? You know how I release a pilot? That's right. You salute him, and then you let your hand go down and out. So you start out like this, and then, and once that hand goes straight, his ass is going. And there ain't no stopping him. The guy behind me just released a catapult, and boom, he's down. Yeah, and your ass better be on your knees, or you better be on your knees, or be yeah. dead. That's right. <laughs> Damn, be on true. your knees, or be dead. It's true. Best be praying to God when that plane goes by, because if yep. not, you're not gonna. Be. No, they haven't changed that. No, because the, the planes are at X amount of heights. It's not mm-hmm. just that because you can get blown over by an engine. Uh, I've I've had, I've gotten knocked on my ass. Did Jet Washington push you off the yeah. boat? <laughs> I, got, um, I was in Alvin Calendar Field in New Orleans, and we were working on some A-10s of all things for the Air Force. Warthogs. And so I'm sitting out there, you boys. Woo, we had the huffers on. If y'all know what huffer is, a huffer is a is this a thing you plug into the side of the engine and it blows air in it to start the engine up? Yeah, it's really that's what it's all it does. No fuel involved. It just woo. And it, woo and it, is that because it's a, is it because it's a ramjet? I don't know what it is, but they were painting ass. Because ram just need like a certain amount of uh, of lowered air pressure before they can start turning. On a on a a weird side note, before I tell you the rest of the story, so a lot of these guys, we used to have to dive ducks. Diving ducks was you'd go into the duck of the aircraft and look around to see if there was any debris in there. 
check out the blades and stuff like that on, on the so you'd be surprised how many people got sick doing this. Do you know what happens when you puke inside of a jet engine? No. You have what? to take the oh. jet engine apart. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. You gotta get oh, all yes. out. You gotta go because you don't know what went where. Uh and the newer ones is a sealed pan behind it now, so it would probably just blow it out, but no. Pretty much oh. even those you, you and I can't tell you how because the A4s were like this, and they were yeah, as they long as fun. you were, so you were in the duck. <laughs> I mean, if somebody started up, you were barbecue, bud, or chop suey. Um, a lot of people got sick. Well, plane captains, plane see, I was an AEA, I was an AEAT, but I was an Airedale, but I was on, um, Airedale just means I worked on air, air stuff. Yeah, everybody's got their little terms when you're in the service. Everybody's got yeah, their, you were an airhead. Yeah, so that's right. That's what different people call it. Just like we had the waves and stuff, and your stripes actually, did, or whatever you were wearing, told them what you belonged to by the color. The color actually said what you did you belong to. Mm-hmm. If they were green, if they were red, you knew they was part of the firefighting brigades in some form or fashion. It's just the way the navy did it, and that way everybody always knew. You could at a glance you knew who was on the deck with you what departments they represented, what they were probably yep. their skill levels were. So it made your life easier. Don't ask me why they chose me. I showed leadership yeah. abilities in a boot camp. That's why I got chosen. Yes. Joe, do I you know, that. do you know where Star, do you know where uh, Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry got the idea for the different color department shirts? Oh Lord, where? Carriers. Well, that Did would make sense. On the deck with the red vest yeah, that would make sense. The green vest. That would make so sense. because The original run of the series, the, the captain's shirt, that you see as yellow most of the time is really what I think the, the actual name was was either pea green or seafoam green, yeah. something like that. It's a really almost puke colored green. Um, but when they processed the film, the, the people at the film lab thought there was something wrong with it, and they're like, "Well, this is supposed to be a yellow shirt." So they just they would tweak the film to make the shirt look yeah, yellow. Yeah, the color they wanted. And it was supposed to go the other way to green. So. Uh, uh, but he got that idea from seeing the different, you know, that's how they identified people by what department they were by. You got a red guy, a blue guy, a yellow guy, a green guy down there. So that's where they got uh, that from. And I think that's really because he was in the Navy. He was a Navy pilot. Yeah. Reese, Reese, well, nice to meet you. Where, where You were carrier duty. Who were you with, man? You Oh, you must be depressed. They, they done turned the Enterprise into a hunk of junk. Oh, my God. Uh, Hell, yeah. That was the what, – what year were you in, bud? What yeah, year were what year? Because I mean, Enterprise has been like what five years now. She's been decommissioned yeah. six years. It's more than that. She was a she was a, a floating museum in Baltimore Harbor, um, one of the conventions. Oh, here. 70, so, so where were you? Seventy three through seventy nine. Okay, you I did. That so. was that's that's a that's a pretty good stint. Yeah, well, they rotate people out a lot on carriers, man. Or they move them to different carriers. One, they want you to learn to be friends with everybody. But two, you get burnt out sometimes, especially if you because. Certain carriers get longer sea duty trips. The Nimitz never ports anywhere. The bitch just fly, <laughs> floats around. Unless there's no, something we got to go. Yeah, unless there's something that has to be fixed on it, she never ports. And, and these new ones, these these newer ones we got, they're gonna they just float around. They just switch out crews. It's like the Nimitz had uh, three standard crews and one backup crew, which were all reservists. So you had four different crews that could run that ship at any given time. And because one would be on 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 the thing one would be in training somewhere one would be probably at home sleeping and the other one was reserved so they were always doing some kind of stupid bullshit so you, no, you don't i'm not hating reserves well, you know what the submarine people they had a blue crew and the gold crew yeah and they were out for 45 days and then no matter where they were at they switched 
the blue would leave and the gold would come on. That's how it worked on, on the subs. Yeah. You don't want nobody burning out and going crazy. Yeah. I What's the same rules they had for the people who worked the uh, missile silos? They basically only yeah. get 30 or 30 to 45 days. Um, I actually knew a couple, I had a couple of friends that, I, no, I never worked in missile silos. Who have told you that was lying? But I did have some <laughs> friends that worked them. And um, no, I wish I'd have been there for the UFOs at the missile silo. I'd have been up on the ground. I'd have got fired because I wouldn't have went up on the ground and seen what the hell was going on. Yeah, I wouldn't have kept my mouth shut. Ain't no way. Um, (laughs) No, oh, I I had some friends that were SSs or what do they call them in the Air Force? They were seeing the Navy, they're SSs or SPs in the Navy, uh, MPs in the Marines. I I guess they're APs in the Air Force. I don't know what the hell they call them. Air Force Force Police, Police, I don't know if it's AFP or AP. Yeah, but um, but anyway, so they had rule. I went to go visit a friend of mine in San Antonio, Texas. There's a big, huge base down there. I mean, it's a huge base. We got a buttload of B-52s parked down there. I hope I just didn't get myself in trouble. Um, so around these B-52s, there's a big yellow line, a big yellow circle, and there's a big red circle. Okay, so if you've got clearance or you've got certain rank, you can walk into the yellow line up to the red circle. Okay. If you cross the red circle without presenting some kind of form that says you can, you're dead. You will, they will not even have, they will drop you before your foot touches the second foot touches the ground on the other side that you will be on the ground dead. They have orders to shoot anyone who crosses that circle that does not have clearance. And it's rare that anyone's given clearance at, at weird times. So, you know, usually they'll be informed like the day before or the day after, uh, I mean, the day, the, the day before, two days before, hey, you're going to have a visitor here this particular day. This is their name. This is their, here's their stuff. Here's all their paperwork. And then when they come, you check it out, check it out, check it out, and you can come. Other than that, they kill you. I have seen an SR-71 Blackbird. I've had the, um, I've been able to actually get inside of one. Oh. <laughs> you know what? These pilots that fly these things have got to be the they even astronauts aren't as brave as these bastards are. So very first time I ever seen an SO seven one was in San Antonio, New Mexico. And it was they were filling it up with uh, hydraulic fluids. And while they were doing it, the son of a bitch was leaking like a sieve. And I'm thinking, they can't put this thing. I'm not kidding y'all people. This shit was coming out the side of the wings, by the wheels, by the uh, ailerons, by the, the uh, rudders, by the, el- the el- what's the other one that does the aileron rudder? And there's two, two of them that go up and down, and flaps. So um, it's just leaking. I'm talking to a guy. I said, you're going to go fly this? He said, it's supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, what do you mean it's supposed to do that? Like he said, and- when you hit Mach 3, it tightens up. So I'm talking to this guy. And I can't tell you all the rest of the story because I'll get in trouble for this. I mean, I have mentioned this on the air before, so you can go find it. But anyway, so we're talking about Mach 3, Mach 3.5. That's the registered speed of the SR-71 Blackbird. Fastest plane and in the world. The body panels will go, tink. Yeah. So, and it does. It, it, it expands out and everything stops leaking. And uh, it just, all the seals go together and it flies. Now, I will tell you this. I've seen it come over this base twice with the nose cone glowing red. The nose cone does not glow red at Mach 3.5. That's all I can tell y'all. Uh, it has to be substantially faster because what the SR six or seven Mach. Yeah, so the SR seventy one is made out of the same material that the F thirty fives use today. You know, we the stealth stuff we use. It's a little bit more advanced today, but it's the, basically the same thing. So back mm-hmm. in the nineteen what sixties, we had not just not just stealth capabilities. But the fastest plane in the world, that's still the fastest plane in the world today. So yeah. what have we been doing? Have we been just sticking our fingers up our ass for the last 60 years? I mean, what's been going on? 
I mean, so it, we capped out in, in the 60s. I can't even believe that. Um, Only thing I can think of is that there's another engine that they're using. It's Jack's. That is not jet propulsion uh, fueled. If that makes sense. It doesn't yeah. use, let's just say it's an engine they're using now that does not use uh, fossil fuel. That's the only thing I can think of is why they're not making engines faster. Because you're right. The, today, and I, I don't know if this is still true, but uh, the SR-71, when it flies, especially when it flies from California to New York or vice versa, it sure, breaks yeah. its own previous record every time it goes. Plans How does that plans. happen? I mean, you, that engine should have a peak, and it, you, but it keeps on peaking itself every time they fly it. Well, you know, I've been looking at some of these new, these new um, two Mach two, Mach three planes. We're talking about flying back and forth between Europe and the United States. So let me get this straight: we can build a Mach two, Mach three tourist jet, but nobody's got a fighter jet like that. Come on, what the is going on here, man? I am just confused. Hmm. Oh no, the Concorde when the Concorde was built, people it was state of the art, and it was actually faster than a lot of American and Russian jets. I know it's sad. And not just that, it was big enough to carry a shitload of people. So that means it could and, carry a shitload of nuclear bombs. Anytime uh, they showed that plane, the Concorde, on the news, it always said SST Concorde. Do you, does anyone know what the SST is? Nope. Super Sonic Transport. Oh, wow. I don't know how to say it in French, but it was a, it's SST, Supersonic Transport. The Concorde, yes. and they stopped flying those. Um, yeah, they did because like, they had what, one 10, of them blew up. Yes, one of them blew up or some shit. Yeah, they had two, and one had a minor accident. But I mean, they'd been flying for like twenty years, and I mean, we're talking about seventies technology that was still flying in the nineties. Um, yeah, know, people, seventies technology was. I don't want to hate on the seventies because you know I spent time in the seventies, but <laughs> the technology back then was. We yeah. all did, Joe. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the technologies back then were not as good as they are today. I mean, we've got hey, composite we material. Bell bottom pants. And with bell bottoms yeah. are the best. But hey, <laughs> you just join the navy and you can still have bell bottom pants. So I, I, I remember I went. Um, I went to a dance. It was this is like '81, I think. It was before I met my wife. And I went to this dance, and. Uh, you was like, you know, bell bombs out of style. I said, no. And I lifted up my shirt and I said, you see the 13 buttons? And she's like, what the hell is that? I said, this is Navy pants, baby. These never go out of style. <laughs> and uh, and then, then after that, I should once I showed them 13 buttons, they were like, everybody in the fucking room was talking about, it. wow, yeah. that is crazy. And it is, people. Don't ask me why the Navy tortures you like that. No. I have no idea what it's about. But I'm telling you, fat, skinny in between, they're so tight. They don't, yep. You don't even have pockets on them. They got this little thing they call a pocket. And then, then on the shirt, there, there's a little pocket up inside the breast somewhere. It's like this big, too. I'm like, yeah. uh, you know, they don't want you losing your money. That's why. Yeah, it was, I think that pocket that's up here, that's for your bosun's pipe. Uh, speak, um, speaking of the pants, whenever I would, we would, I would wear my uniform out. Honest to God, we only buttoned the two top buttons and the bottom two. Cause man, yeah, because man, it's a federal project to button all thirteen of them buttons. Honest to God, you have to go to the bathroom that fast. You just button the top. I two, know, huh? You're good. Thirteen buttons. That's Um. Anyway, it's <laughs> it. It was always interesting. It was always interesting part. So anyway, let's get back to Uncle Cracker Biden for a minute. No, no, we're <laughs> no, we're supposed to be taking a break. We're going to talk about Biden for a minute. 
So I read, so a friend of mine sends me this article about our internet in China. I'm like, okay, so China uses our internet. Ooh, big deal. Oh no, but they use it to drive their spy satellite. I'm like, wait a minute. I said, I said, I had to go back and read it again. I said, there's no way that the effing moron we call a president of the United States gave China access to crucial internet, no less, to drive one of their spy satellites. Now, if that's not proof that this man's compromised, I don't know what else you need. I mean, I really did don't. He, did he actually do that, or is that just a rumor? No, that's that was it came out. The first place I seen it was, I think, on um, Mark, you sent it to me, but I think the first place it referred me to, I think it was NBC or something. I'll find it while we're talking, because I think I have them all on the um, – I think I put them all on the site when we did the show. I usually uh, put all this – a lot of the links we're going to talk about, I usually put on this show. Let me go see if I can find it. Oh, yeah, of course you're going to make it where I can't read anything. That's crazy, man. Uh, Spycraft reportedly sent, received communications from China. Wait, this might be something different. We might have stumbled on something. Damn it. Sorry, guys, I'm cussing now. Uh, What the hell is this one? Yeah, y'all stop spamming me all at one time. There's too many links to keep up with. Uh, Let me see if I can pull this one. Control copy, baby. Oh, yeah, control copy me. Mama. Um... don't ladies don't get all roughed up now just because I'm talking like that. <laughs> Jack, Jack needs a woman. Yeah, and Jack needs who's Jack? Jashawn's Jack. I thought y'all already knew that. People don't make me have to correct y'all again. Oh, don't let me forget we got to talk about Governor Hochul. She actually did something good for a change. Uh, which I, I'm star star. Oh well, what the hell is this? Wait a minute. We might play this. Is this on where is this? Is on this on? Hold on, we gotta go put this on Google because. StreamYard does not like Microsoft. I'm not exactly sure why. Probably because they're smart, but no, I didn't say that out loud, did I? Damn. <laughs> so I got to learn not to say some things out loud. Well, you know, I like Bill Gates. He's He feeds us stuff and gives us weird GMOs and uh, buys all the potatoes in the world up and shit. So, <laughs> Oh, he's, he's – no, no, no. Well, we can talk about that too, but the McDonald's thing, we'll talk about that in a minute. But anyway, let me, let me cue this up right quick. Let's hit present. Uh, no, I heard about, first off, McDonald's has taken all of their, um, all of their self-serve fountains out. Yeah. They're, they're getting rid of all of them. And then they're opening up more, more uh, completely automated stores. Yeah. Screw you people. Wow. So all I can tell you, you should never eat at an automated store because you're taking somebody's job away from them. And They're if you both, don't yeah. eat there, if you don't eat there, they will go away. Uh-huh. And and your grand and your grandkid will have a job and can stop asking your grandpa can I have some money. Hey, maybe we a job do business. a challenge like like a JFK challenge. See if we can all stop eating at McDonald's and watch that Ooh. so number go. You know, if that happens, Jay, me, you, and Jack, <laughs> if that actually happens, you, me, you, and Jack will be so rich it won't even be funny. Yeah, or oh we'll be yeah. dead one other. Ronald McDonald will come and murder us in our sleep. <laughs> yes, there was there was clown hairs on on at the <laughs> red clown hairs at that were found on the location. <laughs> anyway, let me post this. Oh my god, red nose prints on the window. <laughs> oh yes. Oh shit. No, we're not drinking. Baby. I don't Trust think me. the leadership knew where it was and knew what was in it and knew what was going on. I think it was more embarrassing than it was attention. It's, it's not a major breach. With Beijing, oh, the this is about incident the balloon. is over. 
water well, under the bridge? Uh, we have we we did what we needed to do to protect our interests. That uh, that chapter should be closed. President Biden and his administration downplaying the threat posed by that Chinese spy flight earlier this year. But now a disturbing new report from NBC News reveals that U.S. intelligence officials have determined the spy flight used a U.S. Internet service provider to send and receive communications with China. Let's bring in retired Rear Admiral Mark Montgomery. Mark, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, let's start off with this NBC News report. It says that Hints this people why you always check was connected story. to an unnamed, in the report, U.S. Internet service provider communicating in real time. What do you make of this new report, and what does this tell us about the capability of that spycraft? So I, I think this should, you know, this is a good news, bad news thing. I mean, the bad news is clearly they were probably able to communicate data that they detected and received during their overflight of nearly a week around the United States, you know, on the United States. And, and clearly they flew over significantly, you know, strategic bases. Um, and so that should concern us. On the good news side, I would hope that we took full advantage of this to exploit their communications uh, take a look at what they were transmitting back and get an idea of first what they were trying to collect and second how they you know methodology for controlling the balloon uh, what they were searching for what they saw when we were trying to cover things up so there probably was a good counterintelligence value to this but let's not get away from the major fact which is that the Chinese clearly were doing a dedicating spying mission over us for more than a week and unlike what the president said the Chinese knew where this balloon was at all times yeah, and I wanted to know about uh, your concern about connecting to a U.S. internet company. What does this say about the ability for foreign actors like China to connect to our internet like that? Um, and what kind of concern do you see in that? Well, I'll combine this with the recent reporting of China placing malicious software or malware in our telecommunication systems, electrical power grids, water, oil and natural gas, both in Guam but also in the continental United States. What that tells me is they're doing what's called operational preparation of the environment. Uh, that's where they're taking a look at the cyber battlefield and getting themselves integrated in a way to use it. The spy balloon took advantage of, of that ability to integrate into our networks. And But you know, probably even more concerning <clears throat> are these reports of malicious software being in there because that can help them during a crisis or contingency impact US critical infrastructure. What about these uh, reports here about the fact that you have U.S. intelligence officials who say they, they're concerned? Well, actually, let's backtrack. Now that we know this, and we now know that an NBC News report that the administration wanted to keep this secret from the American people, and that they applied for a FISA order for the FISA order to try to, to get information uh, from this spycraft. We don't know if it was approved, but what does it tell you that the administration was reportedly trying to keep this completely secret, knowing what we know now? particularly about the internet service provider, and, and, and despite the fact that the administration says that there was no additive value uh, that this spycraft took from us? So two things. One, first, I would say there probably is a legitimate desire for the Chinese not to know everything we know. I'll give, you, I'll give the administration a little bit of credit for that. When you're doing counterintelligence, that's a value. But I think also the administration was trying to hide that we had a major uh, intelligence Security failure and yeah. not understanding where this balloon was headed, you know, at the when it was still approaching Alaska and what its intentions were. And, and General Van Herc, the, the northern U.S. Northern Command, NORAD commander at the time, 
has admitted as much, as such that we had a significant intelligence failure. And I do think some of the reticence to discuss this by the Biden administration is they don't like to talk about their failures. Yeah, and General Van Herke has warned that he would like, we still do not do not have the capability of seeing these spy craft beyond our U.S. territory. He would like- Because we're looking at him from below instead of from above, you moron. According to him, improved to the point where he would like to see it. So we shall Jesus. see. We are Admiral you know, Mark Montgomery. Thank so you. Some things are so simple. So three decades ago, I said, oh, there's water on Mars, there's water on the moon. It's going to be easy to find. No, no, no. Everybody said I was crazy. Of course, now they found them both places. Mm. You know, you just you just kind of got to go, ooh, 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 yeah, apparently uh, I'm not as stupid as I look. But there's been lots of these things over the years that seems to be just what I would call things that you just should know. I mean, just stuff that common sense. And yet somehow or another, we miss these things. So I've been well, saying for 40 go, years. Going back that, to the Mars thing real quick, Joe, it, it, uh, I, I said the same thing. If Even back in the 80s, we, we didn't know for sure. We didn't even have... I'm not even sure if they had solid plans to send anything to Mars at that point, but they were they were hoping for it. But there were there was always those pictures of the the polar ice caps. Yeah, and which they, I never and they knew they melted and grew. We don't know if there's water there, dude. If there's ice, there's water. Yes, well, because they knew that. So, so ladies and gentlemen, most people don't even know this, but the Mars has seasons. In case y'all didn't know this, yes, like Earth, they have seasons, and the ice caps recede and grow. The reason they didn't want you to know the ice caps melt is one, it produces water, but two, they have found out when it grow when it melts, that this black green shit looks like it's growing all over the place. It uncovers what looks to be some type of some type of plant life. And uh, so they don't they don't want to really talk about that too much. Even though now they're starting to admit more and more that we're going to find life in our own solar system. So that, that's a plus. But now I'll talk about that on another show because I've, I've been talking about desensitization for 30 years. But but it's mm-hmm. like, the, it's like the, the galaxy. It's like the Big Bang. So I'm an amateur astronomer. Now, the first time I heard about the Big Bang, I'm like, well, I'm confused. And she's like, well, what do you mean you're confused? I'm like, well, you, we have clusters of galaxies that are, are clumped together. I said, if we had one big explosion and everything went whoosh, they wouldn't be clumping. Something's drawing them together. Something's making them clump. Something from day one has these galaxies clumping together. So the Big Bang really doesn't work. So today, today, after I've been bitching about this for 40 years, they came out and said, oh, because we found in large clumps, large large groups of galaxies clumping together, the Big Bang theory probably doesn't work. Now, I mean, this is common sense when you see this. When you look at the sky and you understand what the, what the Big Bang theory actually says, then you know as soon as you see these clumps that it can't be a Big Bang. Well, also, it, at the, least so not in the way they, they think of it. Hubble telescope, the before, what's the, the new one's the James Webb, so yeah, James that's Webb. a cool one. But when we, when we sent the Hubble up, after we fixed it, um, they determined that uh, not only are there huge clusters, I mean, there's that one deep field of the, it's, I don't know how far away it is, but it's so far away, we'll never get there in our lifetime. But it's hundreds of thousands of galaxies in this field of view of this camera. There, there isn't a single black mark that indicates a vast area of space. But they determined also that not only is the is the uh, the galaxies clumping together, but some are slowing down and some are speeding up. Yeah, and we, which also goes against the Big Bang. If there's an explosion, though, everything we should be traveling at the same through. speed. At this well, the further stuff well, out might be going down, but it, it would be evenly dispersed, and it would be all traveling in a radius 
from the center. And, and according to you can track it back to a source. And according to the astronomers, the stuff out on the edge is actually go, moving faster now. I was like, really? And how do you actually know this? You can't even see the edge of what's going this way. Meaning they're talking about the other edge, not not the edge where we blew up, but the edge that's mm -hmm. ahead of us that we don't know where it actually exists at because we don't even know if it does exist. Uh, we can't see that for laser. Right now, we can see 14 billion years back in space. I think yeah. they said with James, we can get closer to 18. Regardless, it's not the start of the universe. We're finding out more and more every day that it's not the start of the universe. One the way galaxies were supposed to look at the very beginning in the universe, they don't look that way. They actually are galaxies intact. It wasn't supposed to look like that. So a lot of what they thought they were going to find, they didn't. It was like Pluto. You remember when we found Pluto and nothing when Pluto was what they thought was going to be on Pluto? That was actually great. I love that. But uh, this is the same thing. And, and these clusters of galaxies are clumping together and they're rotating together and they're not getting closer to each other and not getting further away. It's like they've, they've found a happy – so you've got like 8, 10, 12 galaxies, sometimes 3 or 4, but most of the time they're bigger than that. And they're all just going through space as one clump, which means for countries – for worlds like ours, it would be much more intriguing because the odds are of getting to one of them is possible. And, Andromeda and is the closest thing that These done. galaxies have, have somehow found a, a, the, the, the Lagrange point of each other's gravity wells. So they remain they remain at a relative same distance from each other, but they're all going the same direction. Yep. That's because there, there is a thing called the Lagrange point. If you have if you can achieve the Lagrange point on a planet as, as an orbital thing, uh, you, you maintain the same relative spot over that planet as it travels. And uh, for the most part, uh, you can for a technologically advanced society like us, you can hide from us doing something like that. Yes. And, and then there's crazy. the things that the, the things that if you're traveling in space, you can now use these these big bodies of gravity to propel your craft. Mm -hmm. uh, there's big advantages to it, and it doesn't come out to anything that our scientists said it was going to be. So, I, I've said this people people get mad at me when I say this, especially when I'm doing lectures. Science is wrong more than it's right. Just deal with it. It is. Science I, I is great. We need science. <laughs> The perfect example for that is, and I use this example all the time, uh, especially when a, a teacher or, or a scientist who's you know renowned in their field says no to some possibility that uh, you know you might have a theory on. They're almost always wrong, and the way it works is this: 1957. It's also, by the way, when the internet began. Uh, people like uh, Jacques Cousteau and other uh, marine biologists, uh, ecologists, and other uh, just Earth science guys got together and built a bathyscape, and I think they called it the Trieste. This device went all the way down to the bottom of the ocean and collected was going to collect samples. But before they had the sub built, they they had two sides on on the camp. One side said, "There's nothing going to be down there. They're, the water's too dense. It's too cold. No light. Um, you know, all kind." Of, and they said, even at, the, at that pressure, the water's probably closer to ammonia than water. The other side of the camp said, well, we're going to find something like a bacteria, a virus, you know, maybe it's a mold or a mildew. So we're, we'll find something. Well, what do you think they found when they got down there? Giant squid. <laughs> but they did find a bony fish, a fish that was very similar to a flounder or sole type of flat fish with has uh, no color on one side, all the colors on the top and then like six sets of eyes. And it, they scared that fish, and it, it scared up so much silt that they could no longer see to navigate. And being that they were in a you know unknown area, they decided to cut the trip short. 
but they were expecting on one side of the camp nothing at all or minimal. And we have since then found huge, vast, different ecologies oh, yeah. all across the ocean down there nine oh, miles. Yeah. yeah, and well, do it this, people. Some of the deepest places in the earth is off of the New Zealand coast. And guess what lives there? Massive mega great whites and massive mega um, megalodons. They, they have mad, they, some of the largest giants we've ever seen live there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big enough and to I'll take. Bet you, I'll bet you Sean's right. I bet you megalodon are down there as well. They're we're probably so far that we don't get to them, but they're probably eating on the big squid and some of the great whites. I know they 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 found one the body of one uh, squid. It was fifty something feet long. And I said, well, what the record was? Fifty. At the Smithsonian, up here in Washington, D.C., I'm only about an hour from it. Well, 66 miles by the crow flies. In the uh, Museum of Natural History, you walk in and they have this thing called the Rotunda. And there's a a statue of a mastodon. Well, woolly mammoth. I'm sorry, woolly mammoth. If you go to the right is like gems in natural sciences. If you go to the left is under the water. And you walk underneath this, this it's like a horseshoe-shaped room, the, the underwater thing. You first walk under a scale model, scale model of a blue whale. It takes up the entire ceiling. Yeah. Then as you come around to the end of the exhibit, there's a 65-foot-long, um, basically, it's like a, a, a beaker, a, a sealed beaker with a dead giant squid in it. And I had seen this thing when I was a little kid for, I don't know how many times I went there. And people are like, oh, they don't exist. They don't, the museum has one in a locker in the on the floor. Everyone can it's 65 feet long. I did not Jack's know that. Kid. I've known since I was a kid that they were real. They just, they'd never seen one alive. <laughs> well, there's a lot of st- well, there's a lot of stuff that, that we think may or may not be around still. We just you would think as many humans on a planet, but still, a lot of places these would exist. Humans there's still don't. There's a lot go. of deep, deep wilderness. I mean, there's there's Mokele Mbembe in Africa. There's an alleged uh, either a brontosaurus, stegosaurus, or dimetrodon, depending on who you talk to and how they describe it. Yeah. Then, uh, you know what, uh, Jay? I wish I had you in high school, dude. Because <laughs> you were like a walking encyclopedia of stuff. And it's like insane. people hate asking me questions because you don't get yes, no, maybe I don't know. Unless it's like, do you want to go out? I don't know. You ask me a question that requires an answer, you get a, an encyclopedia response. Yeah, and I've noticed that, and I I really enjoy it. I mean, I learn a lot from you and Joe all the time. That's why I'm on this. Thank show, you to learn. Awesome, that's great. Thanks, uh, Kirby. That's yeah, well, I, I, I like to be intelligent when I can be, Kirby. No, that's why we played that because. You heard what I was telling Jay before I played it. So it wasn't even half correct. It was like a third correct. So the original story aired with NBC and then it went through CNN and then I got a copy of it. So I was actually reading part of it when we were talking. Well, we played this and this is what they were actually talking about. It wasn't that Joe Biden gave someone thing that it was simply the fact, well, maybe he did. I don't know because he's corrupt. But regardless, that's not what the story turned out to be. The story was about the balloon and how they used our internet. So, And, what, that, and whether that's a, a threat. I mean, yeah. clearly the, it is. But the point being, people, is you never know what's true and what's not, and you always have to check it out. You'll notice that sometimes we'll pull three or four different sources on here, and it's just mainly because we want to make sure that what we're telling you is correct. 
Um, there's a lot of stories we cross through, and we just like to know that they're correct. And just because they come from NBC, CNN, or Fox doesn't mean that they're correct. Now, if you pull them from six or seven different large medias and one or two of the small ones, and more than likely they're at least close to correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've seen this when we just aired, just one about this about the Chinese and the internet was, wasn't but a third correct. You know how it was correct? They did do the internet and it was the Chinese. The rest of the story that CNN aired was not even correct. It was basically a false story. And yeah. it bothers me about yeah. that. These are big companies. How, how can they make, I mean, we corrected the mistake right here on the show in less than two minutes. How can they make these kind of freaking mistakes? <laughs> well, it's, it's sensationalism. They're trying to get viewers, but isn't who's in control of the internet anyway? It, why would why would it be the president that would give them permission to use it? If if he was a if if he did something like they said, why him? Well, because is technically, this technology. I mean, well, no, technically, like well, it was it's Al Gore invented it. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he was a that. liberal man, you know, so he's got <laughs> you got to have permission. It's um. No, so it's not supposed. So when you surf the internet, even when you're surfing overseas, you're still surfing on American internet. It's rare that you're going to get on an overseas server. You can if you know the yeah. ways around to do it. But usually, same thing for them. When they're surfing, they're usually surfing on their internet and, and our sites. Or they're yeah. pulling it across to their internet. What do you mean? Why do they do that? Because company countries have different rules about internet. Like so, some of Elon, some of um, some of Twitter or X is not allowed in certain places in Europe because. They don't yeah. like the way he does it. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't tell people if they're wrong or if they're right. He just lets you say whatever you want. Same with, same with Facebook and other social media, uh, like uh, uh, certain a Russian former Russian states. Their the controls on their servers is you can't get to certain things like, you know, uh, Snapchat and Facebook and yeah, probably can't even get to Google. What what you get there is whatever they. Put you know, on it's funny. Use their uh, information systems. Do y'all know how many countries ban TikTok and we don't? No. Yeah, there's a shitload of company countries that ban TikTok because it's Chinese owned, and they've been caught meddling around, taking people's credit card information, stuff like that. Um, no telling what else TikTok's doing. But you know what, guys? In all fairness, see, we're one of the few stations in the world that go to more than 180 countries. Uh, sometimes we there's a couple of shows that go to every country in the world, but. For on average, we broadcast to more than 160 to 180 countries. BBC can't do that. You yeah, want to know why? Like 270 countries in, yeah. on the planet currently. So, so you want to know why BBC can't do that? Because BBC, BBC is banned from the entire Middle East, and yeah. we're not. We we go to Iran, Iraq. We even go to North Korea. They're banned from those places too. They're banned from Russia. They're banned from China. BBC is banned from probably 50 countries. Uh, so they can't go there. But guess what? We can. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes we're way dickier than than they are, and still we can go. Well, because like put it for instance, I tear up China all the time. I just don't I don't tear up uh, Xi Jinping because really and truly he's one of the entire big problem over this. So I can leave him alone. Besides, in a way I like Ping Xi because there's some things he did early on when he was young that let me know that in, in the back of his head he knows democracy works. He also knows he's nothing he can do about it because he lives in a communist country. Um, well, he likes that control too and that power. Don't get me wrong. But in a lot of ways, he understands what makes him dangerous is he understands Americans. He lived here. He did some schooling here. He went to school abroad. Most of his school is in China, but he's well-educated. He's not stupid, and he's got a lot of power on this belt. And he understands 
that technology is going to change the world. Surface area wise, he's in control of the largest country. Yeah. It, right? Well, no, 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 no. Ru- Russia still one. China's two. We're three. Okay. Brazil's four. I think they're they're somewhere down there. Alexa, yeah, big. where does China rank in largest countries land wise? China is the second largest country after Russia. That said, China is the country with the largest population. We know it's got the largest population. Mm-hmm. So they're saying it's second after Russia. That's what Alexa's saying, but I'd have to double check that, people. Um, yeah, well, we'll check it while we're on air, but it's, um, well, Alexa's, Alexa's kind of like um, Wikipedia. She ain't always right. Yeah, she True. got some issues sometimes. Yep. And no, I like it. We use her. I mean, we use her on air. I mean, actually, Amazon should be paying us for this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we should get it. We should get a you know, chunk of money out of that. I know, Chris, we're going to go to break in a second, but no, I, I use Alexa for things. I use other stuff, things. I have Cortana on one of my pads. I used to have it on my phone. I mean, not Cortana, um, Siri. I got Cortana on this phone. Yeah, Cortana's but, on the um, Lenovo's, the IBM yeah. computers. Yeah, it's it's a Microsoft thing, people. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's not a Google. I don't know. Maybe you can put it on Google. I, I I don't I don't want to say you can if you can. I've never tried. I've never I don't like Google phones. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I've never had any luck with Google phones. They've always been crappy. Uh they they must all be Chinese made or something, but ninety um, percent of our cell phones are Chinese made. No, no, my phones come from Japan, buddy. I don't know what you're talking oh. about. Japan uh, got mind. some skills, man. Uh, them Chinese phones are junk. What do you Mine's mean? Japan builds far better. Than and it's a piece of junk. I mean, it's ugh. I hate oh, it. Oh, you know what you did? You screwed up. So you got the three hundred, right? Yeah. So I got the the plus one thirty. Yeah. So this one came with two hundred fifty eight megs of RAM, sixty thousand megapixels with the five cameras on it. Uh, it 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 is one of the fastest eight cores I've ever seen in my life. I'm not thinking it might even actually be more than eight cores. Uh, mm. The reason I got it is my wife's got the twenty, and she she's notorious for killing phones right uh on the keypads well she hasn't killed this one it still runs good i was going to get me a new iphone i14 so i compared the two side by side uh one look how big this phone is people this, this thing is huge it's almost yeah, it's almost seven inches it's uh it's a big phone so it's got and you see the multiple cameras it's got on the back mm-hmm. but um it yeah, also got, has built-in slow motion, built-in, yeah, dual camera. <laughs> yeah, so it's not it's not quite the same thing, but yeah, because I went through it because it was four of them available, and the three hundred was one of them. When I read about it, I said, eh, it's not going to do me. I might as well get the fourteen. And uh, but when I put this one up against the i fourteen, it killed. It killed the i fifteen for that matter. Plus, one of the nice things about droids is most of the apps are free, yep. whereas yeah. with iPhone they are not. iPhone even sometimes wants a weekly thing. I'm like, wait, you want a weekly subscription? I'm not buying anything weekly from any, no. Then it's like seven or eight dollars. So they want like 50 bucks a month. So I was going to get the hard app. The one that checks your heartbeat and all of that, right? So it would have cost me $50 a month to get the good one on iPhone. You know what it cost me to put it on my Droid? Same app, by the way. Big zero. Big zero. Yes. Because there's so much more competition on droids. There's so many more droids than there are iPhones. A friend of mine the other day said, oh, there's way more iPhones than droids. I said, do you know how many companies make droids? 
He's like, wait, no one. I'm like, no, what are you it's talking like about? All other companies make Android phones. Yeah. Only Apple makes Apple phones. I, yeah. I said, uh, iPhone is an Apple phone and everything else is Droid. Oh, no, Google's are not Droids. I said, yes, Google's are most certainly Droids. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Everything else is Droid. Look, go to any cell phone company website, shop cell phones, and then in a the little navigation bar is when it says, click type of phone, click Android, count how many phones show up. Then go over and click Apple, see how many companies show up. You will see the difference. There's, You'll probably have, I, I would think, maybe in iPhones at any one given time, there's maybe five or six models available in the store online. You go to the droids, you've got 15 companies maybe, and each company makes five, six, eight, nine, ten different models. Way more Android phones. So, um, so... They've actually said this has changed because China has acquired some extra land somewhere. I wonder where that is. So Russia is, is number one. Russia is, is so much bigger than everybody else. It's not even funny. They are 17,000 or 17 million, whatever it is, kilometers of area. Canada is next at 9984. China is, follows them at nine. Nine five seven six in the United States follows him at nine four five six in Brazil was which so those four countries, Canada, China, United States, and Brazil are all pretty much the same size, uh, and even Australia. And then after that, it drops significantly. So think about this: China's living on on nine nine six zero six, and with one point four billion people, India is living with one point three billion people on three two. It's oh, not wow. yeah, half the freaking size. Also, look at the look at this. Look at the livable, arable areas in those countries. I know we have way it. more arable area. We have way more places where we can grow crops than they do. Look at look at Russia. They have on on the either side, they're okay. In the middle, where that uh, the permafrost is, it's, there's nothing there. You can't it. You could live there, but it's not arable. You have to import all of your food sources. So landmass-wise, China and the United States are exactly the same size, 6.1%. Uh, no, Canada and the United States are 6.1%. China is 6.3%. I got to go look at China. I've never remembered. I've seen the maps of China. It's not that huge. And most of it's half, at least half of more is mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing now. Uh, United States and, and Canada and Brazil have a lot of land they can plant. They they also have the Gobi Desert. It takes up you know you can't. That's not arable land. It's you know desiccated. That's, Boy, that's like the third largest uh, desert, isn't it? The Gobi. Yeah, I think. Hey it Google, is. what's the uh, third large? What is what's? Hey Google, what's the size of the Gobi Desert? The surface area of the Gobi Desert is 500,000 square miles. 500,000 square miles. Wow. wow. That's big. Look at the Brits with just 242,000 up here. <laughs> American Emirate, 9 million. It's poor Brits, man. <laughs> now, when you do these, it does include lakes, reservoirs, rivers, and mountains. So if you take all of that out, that those land masses are going to change drastically. Well, remembering people, half of the you know, a quarter of the United States on top is lakes, uh, mm -hmm. and then we got a big we got a big fault line that runs through the middle of the country that splits it in half. Y'all didn't know that? No, really, we have a big fault. Y'all didn't know that's called the Mississippi River. Yep. Oh, y'all well, didn't know it's <laughs> a fault line. Huh? <laughs> there's also there's also the Continental Divide where you can see where the two plates have mashed. 
I've been to that. That's cool. And it goes, it's a, essentially a straight line you can't see the end of. They, um, what's that, Bruce? I, no, I'm not giving any money to Wikipedia. You, no, and people, y'all should give me that. Wikipedia got themselves in the problem they're in today because they just allowed anybody to do it, put whatever bullshit they wanted. So, so I, I don't have a page on Wiki because every time I put one up, they say it's self-promotion and they take it down. Even though there's thousands of them, I have no idea. So Wiki's always going to be on the bottom of my list. Yes. So here you go. This is uh, land-wise usable land in the yeah, Russia is 6.6 million. Uh, Canada, it's three or uh, 4 million. China, so all of China's land is usable. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Only 3.7 million in China is usable. The United States is a little over four. Brazil, it's about the same as China's. Australia is about three. Well, that's when you see those numbers, that's the numbers where they can plant. You got to remember, people, some of these the cities have taken over. So we're not even taking into consideration what city. So in, in China, even if China has 9 million acres or how many, whatever this is, they have 1.4 billion people living there. That's a lot of landmass being taken up. Now, in the cities, that's big, huge amounts of landmass in places like Hong Kong and Beijing. I mean, Hong Kong is just the island, it's just one big city. Yeah. Um, I did see the article in Taiwan today. And the Taiwanian governments all the way around have now. So China used to have friends in Taiwan. Something's happened and they've lost those friends. And they did a big poll with the people who live in Taiwan the other day. And Taiwan said they would rather not have anything to do with China. So Biden got backed into a corner day before yesterday and was asked what, what, what happened was, let me get the story. So you'll know the whole story. So, a couple of days ago, an admiral, United States admiral, was asked, what will we do if China invaded uh, Taiwan? He said we would sink all their ships and immediately depose, put the Marines on ground. So, of course, hearing that, the news lady instantly got hold of Joe Biden and asked Joe Biden, is that what we would do? And he said, well, we'd have to go through the Pentagon and they would have to make a, a decision, but we can't let China have Taiwan. So I'm kind of, and it's not because, see, he has to say that because the main reason why is, is Taiwan still right now is making most of our chips. And when I mean chips, people, I'm not talking about the chip that goes in your phone or the chip that goes in your car. I'm talking about the chip that goes in the F-35 fighter. Yeah. These are serious chips. This, this, is, this is by, by China's own admittance. They're 20 years behind on this technology. We cannot let them have this technology. We would technically, by, by all purposes, if we knew we were going to lose Taiwan, we should nuke the whole island. Uh, yeah, it would suck and the world would be pissed, but you cannot let China have that kind of technology because uh, they would instantly put it to use. Mm -hmm. You mean, do I think we're going to go to war? Which It's more likely that we'll get into it with, with Russia first. So right now, I'm going to tell you what's going on in the world. Right now, they're trying to stretch America out. Okay, You've got Iran pulling shit. You've got yeah, you got stuff in the Middle East going on with Hezbollah and 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 Hamas and all of them. You've got North Korea threatening to start a war, so it's two different parts of the world being unstable. You got Russia already starting in a war, and if Taiwan mm -hmm. invades China, so there'll be four wars going on, which is stretching the U.S.'s resources. Now we're really the only country in the world that could actually actively fight in four wars at one time. Of course, we'd have to pull half the country in to do it. 
And uh, but our troops are much better trained than theirs are. And China knows that our pilots and our ground troops are better trained than theirs are simply because we've been at war. You want a chance of getting into a fight with the United States when the odds of you winning are because in the end, they only got 800 nukes and we'll just shoot them bitches out the air. And I guarantee you when, when we nuke Beijing and we kill 250 million people, China's going to surrender or the world's going to force them into surrender. Mm-hmm. What do you mean we won't do that? What the hell are you talking about? We nuked Hiroshima and, and Nagasaki. Do not think we won't. You know what? We, we know we won't nuke Hong Kong because Hong Kong has as many as Americans and Brits in it as it has Chinese. But we will. And there's a Beijing. lot of manufacturing there that we would rather yeah. take over rather than, than scorch. Yes. We um, might use it. You know what we might use on Hong Kong as a neutron bomb. Uh, so that yeah. way we can reclaim everything. Yes. The neutron bomb don't damage anything. It's not even the EMP pulse. No, it's just sheer radiation. I'll spread out for about 30 miles in every direction. It starts out with one mile and it just kind of. Yeah. And after a couple of weeks, it'll be out a good 30 miles. It'll kill everything. And then after about 18 months, you can move in and take over. It's a, it's a they're using a radiation to half-life uh, is very small, but the, the type of radiation is it spreads very fast. Um, this is something. This is not a new technology, people. For a long time, mm-hmm. I, all I ever heard was a neutron bomb was fake, and we never owned one. And then um, a friend of mine who was still in the navy said they gave us a neutron bomb aboard the ship. Means that one of the ships he was on actually had one on board. Um, I wouldn't want to screw with them because they don't kill anything. They they don't. They, uh, all they do is irradiate everything. It only kills living things. All your electronics will still be intact. Your buildings will be intact. Yeah. You may have all to change the plant life and yeah. animal life in a certain radius will be dead. Yeah, but everything else will be there. And then Jack can move in with his new family, his <laughs> his, his five wives and his thirty two kids, and have a good old life. <laughs> Actually, Christopher, that is true. They are they do have land up for sale near Chernobyl. They surely do. Actually, inside the death zone. That's the Ukrainians have Chernobyl because they they're saying that it's clear that that the radiation's clean and it's there's not really there and there's a lot of people even the U.S. has tested it well I should say, um, the EU has tested it and uh, they're saying that it's pretty much safe and even though there's weird mutant dogs running around and other mutant animals running around, uh, three eyed fish yeah they're saying that you can move back there and the land's really cheap wow. it's like fifty cents an acre or something well of course it is because after after your first year there you grow an arm out of your back. You know, <laughs> well, let's put it this way: I wouldn't want to raise my kids there, guys. No. <laughs> well, no. I mean, maybe, it, it maybe, has been it, legitly. It's been with thirty for the years. Twilight years in my retiring years, seventy to eighty, ninety. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, mind it's if been, it's been, me. I know it's been thirty or forty years since Chernobyl. Thirty for sure. It, oh, at no. least it was in the eighties. Lisa, you're talking about um, Three Mile Island. That's what you're talking about. That's that was also in the 80s. For me, brother. Yes. That's, that, these guys, that's why these guys are both bald because they would live by Three Mile Island. Chernobyl accident, 1986. <laughs> that was terrible. That, that was scary. That was real scary. Yeah, 1986 for that. Three Mile Island, um, but it'll be March 1979. So just before the 80s. Yes. That that was bad. That that really put the fear of God into everybody here in Pittsburgh. It really it did. should have because it was dangerous. Yep. No, um, Dasana, Desina, 
Um, no, three, three, three mile island wasn't an explosion. What happened was is they the meltdown. They meltdown. said they they said they accidentally released it into the atmosphere. That the containment system, see, because it had a meltdown and they were containing it. Uh, not a real meltdown, not the kind of does a China syndrome, but uh, a meltdown where the reactor itself melted out. The, the core rods actually melted, and then they were supposed to contain it and run the air through the air system, but for some reason or another, they couldn't contain it because it was probably going to go kaboom, so they had to release it into the atmosphere. And then they lied about how much they released, and of course, when they started testing everything around there, they realized that more, way more was released than they originally said. It was a dangerous thing. If it, the thing would have went boom, it would have killed a lot of people all over yeah. the place. I would not be here today. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't be either. It would have gone as far as D.C. And what you said, Marine, that's why you don't live next to a nuclear plant. I bet you $500 that you live within 25 miles of a nuclear power plant. I don't care where you live. You live in Bump, Egypt. I bet you live within 25 miles of a nuclear power plant. Most Americans have no idea how many nuclear power plants there are in the United States. Where I'm living right now on the Gulf Coast, I live near three of them. Uh, there's Taft in Louisiana, which is about 70 miles from here. No, I'm sorry, it's not even that far. It's about 40 miles from here. There's one right above me, which is about 35 miles from here. And there's one down the coast, which is about 20 miles from here. Yes, all producing and all been here a while and never had any knock on wood, any problems. Because when they're built right and they're operated right, you don't have to worry about them. They are clean, efficient fuel. Yeah, if you if you don't uh, skimp on the the pay and everyone does their job correctly, you have a guy like Homer Simpson, and yeah, boom, you got three miles, you got Chernobyl all over again. Well, originally they were going to start putting um, the nuclear material and shooting it into the sun, um, and that would have melted. Well, the the thing of it is, it would have never got to the sun. It would have melted long before it ever got to the sun. Did you hear? The crap won't even get to it. Yeah. Did you hear what AOC said? No, I, I haven't heard her in a while. That oh my god, dude! She was being interviewed, and she said, "Well, we should go and take a trip to the sun, and and get some stuff from uh, get some material from the sun." But we know it's really hot, so quote unquote, she said, "Well, we'll wait till it gets dark out." I want Honestly, whatever kind of drug she's on, she needs to share with the rest of the country. No, but, no. I, that, Honestly, that's not the way to go. Honestly, I want to find out which public school system she went through and penalize them. Someone failed that woman. But she didn't. She went, see, <laughs> and, that's, and see, AOC is one of the best kept secrets in the United States. She, oh, that's a little bartender she was. But her family is very wealthy. She was a private school kid. Which amazes me. She's as ignorant as she is after going. I have never. Most you people think, I meet, yeah. they go to. Most people I meet, they go to private school or at least what I'd call one twenties or above, as far as their intelligence goes. Uh, in her case, if she's a fifty, she's doing good. I bet you her IQ don't even test at sixty. She well, we'll, is. Well, we'll go seventy-five. Huh? We'll go to this. We'll go to the sun when it gets dark. Out. She well, honest to God said that. Really I say did. we should send her and, and, and see how it works out for her. Uh, maybe maybe we should send her to college so she can become a, a buffalo wing feather um, fluffer. <laughs> Bad part is in some schools up in Yankee land, she probably, people like her are probably teaching. Uh, yeah, that's even more un unbelievable. And, and I'll bet you her education, you know, although privatized uh, through private schools, I'll bet you her grades were paid for. No, oh, I wouldn't. You can't, doubt you that can't, I'm sorry. I wouldn't even doubt that. 
You can't get through private school and be that stupid. If you, someone paid for her grades. I, I just, who the hell is this? And why are you sending me photos, weirdo? Uh, dude, you're fixing to get banned off of one of my pages. Who is this guy? Ron Anderson. Ron, who the hell are you, man? And why am I getting all kind of YouTube disclosure alien stuff? Well, I'll check it out. Uh, da, 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 da. No, Brian, there's a lot of weirdness goes on on the planet. That's all I can tell you. Um, that's not what this show is about. So you're voting for Joe Biden? Is that what you're telling me, ladies? <laughs> well, I'm I'm sending Jay and Jack to y'all's house. I, obviously, y'all are frustrated. Yes, obviously, y'all are frustrated. Yes. I mean, really and truly, uh, if you're voting for Joe Biden, there is something just wrong with you in general. Yep. Well, Humpty. Dum- okay, so we, well, we we we're gonna we're gonna we got well we're gonna go to break and then we can come back. We're gonna talk about Humpty Dumpty Trumpy and the states that say <laughs> that, say, that say he can't he can't run for election. This guy, he is gonna end up with so much money because of this. I mean, as it is, he he's gonna probably own a chunk of CNN and NBC by the time all the lawsuits he's done with him. Oh no, they just he couldn't sue him while he was president. He had to wait till he got out of office. Yeah, now he was out of office, he started suing him. But he had to be careful because he might be back in office. Um, no, he's 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 Trump. Yeah, but anything he started out of office, you know it. I don't yeah, there's know there's goofy there's there's goofy rules about when you're when you're in office, you got to put things on hold and some of that stuff just don't make any sense. But then then they also tell you. While he's sitting president, you can't sue him or you can't do it. You can't go to court or anything. Why is yeah. he? Yeah, unless he wants to, you can't even drag him into that. So I guess, I mean, I guess there's some adver- some some advantages to it. It just look what they're doing to him in Maine. They're- yeah, but see, that's another thing. And, and I was reading a, an article out of one of the papers up there, and a bunch of people up there said, "Why didn't you ask us?" So you see, both in Colorado and in Maine. They didn't go to the people and ask them, is this what you want? They did this behind closed doors. And then the first judge refused to rule on it. The second judge, I mean, in, in, in Colorado, first judge refused in the beginning and then ruled on it. And everybody's like, well, uh, oh, that's what it was. A, um, a, a, a professor from Harvard asked the judge, how do you justify this? He said, I'm not voting for Trump. I never voted for Trump. He said, but I wonder how you justify this. He's never even been accused of this, much less prosecuted of it. He said, you have just put, uh, you have just shown your bias in this. He said, because there's no other reason you could do this. And, and now this, even the, even the um, Vegas is saying the Supreme court's going to vote on this nine and zero because it's just, there's nothing to this. Trump would have had to been prosecuted like like the Jan Six Committee, if he they would have done him, they might it might have been justifiable if they found something guilty on him. Or remember, Congress cleared him of this. People forget this. He was people. He was impeached for this, and he was clear of this. So I'm not even sure how they're even getting away with this, even a little bit. And this tells you what we've always said. This has always been politically related. It's it's they they weaponized the court system and the FBI to get to this guy. And and the more it goes on, the more we find out that the liberals are using, like he just said, the FBI and the political system to get to a, a, a political opponent. But it's worse than that because a couple of months ago, it was 55% of Democrats polled said they thought this was a political thing. Now it's 65%. Yeah, 
So your yeah, own that, party is just, telling you. And that's then just at, what are the what are the what are the Democratic senators and, and uh, representatives say? What are those guys saying? Well, that, see, they're saying the same thing because you know, well, some of them are some of them like Chuck Schumer, and then we're like, oh well, he's guilty. He needs to go to jail. Well, you got to prove you're guilty. This is the United States. Yeah. Where's your evidence? Yeah, you know, where is your evidence, Mister? I said. Mr. Schumer, who got up there five million times, and said, "We got new evidence for the Russia thing. Trump's going to jail." He said this for two or for three years, and of course, they never had any evidence. He lied every time he went on, and uh, and he lied, lied people. So that that in itself is illegal. And then we've got Hillary Clinton, who tried to make a fake dossier to get a political opponent from winning an election, which she should be in jail for right now. Because if it was Trump, he would be in jail for it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, people. There's a double standard right now, and it needs to be fixed. It seriously needs to be fixed. Uh, we can't just keep letting things like the FBI uh, help out with elections because that hurt Trump in the last election. The FBI yeah. going around to all these different places and say, oh, it's fake news when it turned out to be real news. Because Hunter Biden's laptop would have been a big chunk of what was talked about, but it wasn't, was it? Hmm. You just got to kind of wonder about all of that, man. I mean, it gets to a point where when did we become this, this back ass where it's third world nation that can't even get an election straight. Uh, I mean, it is really kind of sad guys. I mean, when you look, when, when you look at us, you can't, you can't go, well, you, you can't say we're the home of the free Americans. We're the home of the bullshit is what we are. Any country that allows this to go on is the home of the bullshit. Anytime we allow our media to get away with it does, it's, 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 it's time for a change. It, it truly is time for a change. Who's going to change it? It's not going to be me. Uh, even though I'm a bitch about it the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it may change. I mean, some things change. And I, I've noticed that I've bitched about it have changed. It's probably not because of me, but they have changed. So it always makes me feel better. Well, no, it's well, good guess, to see things change. But it, it, seems, it seems like the, the, gov- the government has gotten worse. I mean, when I remember when I was a kid, I, even then, I, I hated politics, but I don't remember much infighting, particularly within parties and then against the two parties. No, this you know, all started, they, they seem to work a lot better together. Yeah, this this all really seemed to start um, right after Clinton got out of office. Really, right after Daddy Bush got out of office, it just seemed to got really polarized and yeah. on both sides. And then the only reason it got unpolarized and probably kept us from a civil war was nine eleven happened. Uh, just before 9-11, the country, everybody, all the news media, oh, there's going to be a revolution. Bad. But instead, we seem to have straightened it out. But anyway, we're going to put a little Ronald Reagan on for y'all. Uh, and then we're going to be back. Yes. And uh, well, the man's got some great speeches. Out of all the presidents oh, out yeah. there, what do you mean Obama? Obama wishes he had the speeches that Reagan. If he did, he'd be on his third term now. Uh, no, Obama has uh, Don't insult good, Reagan's memory like that, man. I mean, come on. Reagan is a trained Hollywood actor. He knows That's how to right. control the he tone knew, of his he voice. Knew. He knows how to hit his marks. It, it, ask anyone who was still alive from the 80s that was a photographer for any newspaper. They loved Reagan because they could never get a bad shot of the dude. Yes, because he knew his shit. But anyway, he knew, how, hear this. He knew how to face <laughs> the people. He's, he... He was one of the better orators we've ever had. Yes, he was. Uh, And here you go, guys. Here he is right here. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, 
No other it was because Earth. here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on Earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bello Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Hmm. Uh, I think your mic is off, Joe. We're not hearing you. Sorry about that. There we go. <laughs> yes, I had it off because I had company. My evil one has approached. <laughs> she is my Darth Cheney. It's uh, so yeah, I'll <laughs> stop. Um, so no, those are good pieces to listen to. You know, if you're an American out there, it doesn't matter what age group you're in, those are good things. You know, Ronald Reagan reaches from 
the Z Gen is all the way up to the baby boomers and yeah. uh, everybody in between. I tell you what, Marcy, you send me a speech as good as any of those I've played tonight from Mr. Obama or ex-president Obama. I will play it. Yes, but it better be damn good because I haven't. Obama was a slick speaker, but I never heard him give any emotionally charged speeches. Yeah, not yeah. the kind that made you want to go, see, Kyle, I'm an American. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Michael's husband. That's who we're talking about. It's uh, uh, really and truly, people. I, I, you know, it's not, and I'm not even, a, I'm not an Obama hater. That's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, I he's, just, I, I'm I sure he's a nice guy, but he has the charisma of a dead fish. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he had great speechwriters. Whoever speechwriters were, were good, just like Reagan's were good. Joe Biden, Joe Biden couldn't give a speech if you plugged something in his ass and made it come out of his mouth. I mean, really. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, one of the megaphone things, you shove it up and it come right out. Hello, I am Joe Biden. I love America. And, and yes, and I love America even more than, than Ronald oh Reagan. God, I love America, like, man. He sounds like Bill Clinton right there. You see, I, I could do it. I could deal with Bill. Bill was cool. Bill was a womanizer. He liked to spank girls' asses and stuff. I could deal with Bill. I knew who he was. You know, he was like any any European president. Yeah, Wait. better better to dance with the devil you know than to dance with the devil you don't. What do you mean, Denise? No, he, no. Okay, Denise. First off, in France and Italy, it's cool to have a mistress as president. Yes, I'm sorry, not my rules. You don't remember when Clinton got in trouble for Monica? And everybody in Europe was like, what is wrong with you stupid Americans? What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, no, it was big news how, how ignorant Americans were. When it, because everybody over there has got a mistress or a master, yes. Personally, I, yeah, I, I have mean, to. Dude, Kennedy had the, the uh, Secret Service, you know, uh, sneaking girls in and out of secret uh, caches within the White House for sexual trysts. Who, who are you talking about Medusa with Kennedy? You you mean that she wasn't Medusa? Give me a break, man. You're talking about Booby with the blonde hair? Yes, no shit. Yeah. Marilyn was not Medusa. Marilyn Monroe, yeah. Oh, my God. You know what is sad about Marilyn? It's more than likely because she was hanging out, running with the Rad Pack and hanging out with Kennedy. Uh, she probably heard something she wasn't supposed to. Very, very likely. And, and but also, just the way Hollywood was back then, they... they they passed that girl around like a party favor. Yeah, they did, and and, and it, that could have been what what put her over the edge. But there was something yeah. about the, the way she died that just stank like somebody yeah. else did it. Uh, that that could have been old CIA standards. I mean, they were pretty bad about that stuff back in the day. Oh, you're talking about Justin Trudeau. I do believe that Justin Trudeau is uh, what's his name's son. Um, I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, um, what's his name, guys? Uh, Castro. 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 I was going to say Carlos. Castro. I'm trying to get myself killed. Uh, no, he's Castro's Castro. son. And, uh, so at first, when I heard all this stuff, I didn't believe him. Well, I have a lot of Canadian friends. And so they all started sending me pictures of, of Trudeau when he's young and Castro when he's young. I mean, he looks a lot like this guy. Then I found out that, what's his name, who was prime minister at the time, the husband, used to send her down there for six weeks at a time and shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's who he is. So the guy who runs Trudeau had a communist father. But of course, the guy who ran the United States had a socialist father. Yes, Barack Obama. Uh, what's his name? Barry Satoro. His daddy was a socialist. Yes. Borderline communist, mm -hmm. even though he went to school here in the United States. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all didn't know that, did you? Yeah, it's not hard to find out. Oh, I mean, Obama's got some socialist tendencies himself. It just he didn't have the student. Oh, Absolutely. 
Well, some liberals have it because some liberals are socialists. To me, the liberals today are the new communist party. Uh, they just make me feel like they're communists. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, and I probably am wrong, but as far as every president has gone besides Obama, after their inauguration, the very next Sunday, if unless the inauguration is on a Sunday, the very following Sunday, there's a big hoopla in the news of the news media following the new president and his family to their first day in church. I don't think they did that with Obama because I don't think he ever went to church. No, he never went. As far as I know, he never went to church. Now, I heard some of the family did, but he didn't. I think the grandmama did, maybe the mama did. Michael might have went a couple of times. What do you mean who we're talking about, Michael? Michael is Michelle, yes. The only reason we call her Michael, and you can go look at these for yourself, there are several pictures out there of her getting off of airplanes and standing up where, uh, I don't know, there's this long, tubey thing. You know what? She was on yeah. Ellen DeGeneres, dude, and she was dancing. It was just like wagging out there, you know what I mean? She could have put a cup on. It's just, it's just, I'm telling you, you don't have to take our word at this. No, there's a lot of, no, because there aren't aren't particular shows on on Air Force One and all these aren't something you can touch up. You can't touch up an Air Force One picture. You go to freaking jail for that. Well, do you remember during the Clinton administration, the joke went around, they don't let Hillary wear dresses and skirts in the White House. Oh, why is that? That's because they don't want you to see her testicles. (laughs) (laughs) So where'd you go? He must have had a chihuahua emergency. Uh, there he is. Yeah. Was there a chihuahua? Uh, uh, no, my feet got cold. No, my feet got cold. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, people not wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah wearing a suit, but not wearing shoes. I'm in the studio. Camping casual down below. <laughs> I believe Michael was having an affair with uh, the cook and Mr. Obama there. He got mad. That's why he he killed the dude. Well, you know, I would normally say a president wouldn't do that, but after Mr. launched all those drone attacks, I'm not sure what he would do and what he wouldn't do. I don't Hmm. know, people. You You can't just take people at their word. I mean... Uh, Obama was an interesting character, but a lot of weird shit went on underneath his time, and you just you just got to kind of wonder why. Hey, no, I have I mean, a question to ask you guys. Um, it, it, when Trump gets back in, can he fire Ray and all them people in the CIA and FBI? Can he, he most get- certainly can. He can can everybody in them places. Um, yeah, that's part of what there's like the five different uh, tiers of conspiracy level that why did Kennedy get killed? And one of those conspiracy levels is that he and his brother had already planned to attack the FBI and the CIA and and break them up into smaller groups and, and destroy their, you know, their police power. Um, and there were other parts where they got to go after the mafia as well. But yeah, um, the president has the absolute right. Wasn't it, uh, who was it that did the FBI? It was the president that started the FBI, so it can be un- if the president did it, another president can undo it. Oh yeah, right. they they they'd even break it up if they want to. There's not much. I mean, yeah, that's, like I said, that's what the Kennedy brothers were going to do. That they were planning. Uh, uh, JFK was going to take on the CIA and the FBI while his brother went after the mafia in the courts, because um, he was you know secretary of the whatever so the courts in in his administration. So yeah. that that's those those two alone is a reason to uh, be afraid for your life. 
What do you mean, Jack? Well, the FBI has been on and off for years. You've been hearing stuff about the FBI, but lately, since Comey's days, uh, it's been pretty bad stuff all in all. They're, they seem to be very one-sided in the government. Now, Comey was a Republican and still sided with the liberals. He had to, I bet you. No, he didn't have to. He's the head of the FBI. He could have done whatever the hell he wanted. He just he just didn't like Trump. Because Trump, it was Trump's fault. If you pay a guy enough, he can he he can turn his colors. Or or no, this this was more about Trump's egotistical behavior than it was anything else. It was uh, Comey wanted this, that, and the other thing, and and Trump just kept saying, "No, you're full of whatever. You're you're this, that." And the man did end up having to quit over it when he said done because Trump was proven right. But still, there was better ways to have done that, you know. And it's like the guys who got fired for. for all that bullshit, uh, what was what was the ones uh, that had the uh, they were sending the letters back and forth to each other and well, I can't remember their names right now. Uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, the FBI. There was a couple of them that got canned, but you know what? They got to keep all their benefits, even though they were busted for lying about the president, changing information about the president, and just not even giving him a, an investigation. And still, they should be in jail, and they got to keep their. They, they must have coughed up some information that was worth that kind of, uh, you know. No, I mean, no somehow another, the Democrats just have control of the FBI. You got to wonder how. Or at least then you have to wonder how. Um, uh, it was just, it wasn't even that they had control. There's so many people just didn't like Trump. And the media was doing such a good job of let's get Trump or hater, Trump hater, Trump hater, Trump hater. It became fashionable for a while to be a Trump hater. But now that's going away, and the media can't figure out why it's going away. Look, media, I told y'all in 2016, if all you're going to talk about is Trump, he's going to be the next president of the United States. I said that at the very beginning of this election. If all we're going to talk about is Trump, I said every time you bring charges, his numbers are going to go up. A good friend of mine, he told me. He, matter of fact, he keeps his bets. He said, I said, I said, I'll bet you every time they bring charges, he goes up a couple of points. He said, I bet you $500 every time. Boom, we're on time five now. All five times Trump's numbers are going up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have airwave TV, but I have not seen a single Trump commercial for his presidency. I Maybe early, I don't know, but he doesn't need to. They're paying for his advertising campaign by bringing all these charges and all this hullabaloo about him. He All he has to do is sit where he is and he's on the media He's in the news every night. Well, and that's the thing. And, and most of the people now aren't really caring what you're saying because they've realized that most yeah. of it's bullshit. You know, and now that, now that even the Democrats have realized that a lot of this is bullshit, what are you going to do? You can't just keep it, keep on, keep it on. So you listen to news, but you realize that the news is crap and you're just going to vote for whoever you want to vote for. And since they're saying Trump, 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 Trump the whole entire time, eventually you're just going to vote for Trump. There's my buddy. Hey, Kaysen, what's up? He's from Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka? Yeah. Sri Lanka? The country Sri Lanka? Yeah. Kaysen. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Good to see you. Thank you for coming on the show. Actually, Carl, we got to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back, and we're going to get more into it. We're going to be getting into some of the Trump's polls and uh, some of the Humpty Dumpty Trumpy stuff and things like that. So give us about two minutes or three minutes, and we'll be back. No, Jack Jack likes dancing naked, and we can't do that when he's on cam, okay? Yeah. You, you women go so apeshit over it, we just can't allow it anymore. 
Last time I got find me a Japanese woman, Joe. Japanese or Chinese? Going to Japanese. Japanese. You know, I know, I know five Mandarin words. Whoever sent me that smartest comment, and maybe three Japanese words. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not more bad words. No, indeed, the bad words ain't going to help you unless you're in a whorehouse, man. Come on. Anyway, we're going to. No, I'm serious. I mean, really, what are you going to do with words like that unless you're in a place like establishment like that? I mean, really. I need words that where's the food? Uh, I need money. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you love me, and I, I give you. You know, see, you can't say oh, you love me long time. That's that's first off. That's no, kind of yeah, species racist kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it really is, man. You know, yeah, you get home in your own house saying it. You know, that's all fine and dandy. Uh, you get out in the real world and say that kind of stuff. That's that's going to be a little offensive. But anyway, yeah. we're going to play this, and we'll be right back. So please stay tuned. I believe this is Johnny Cash coming up. Uh, so uh, hang out and take a listen. And uh, what do you mean we're a patriotic show? In a way, we are a patriotic show. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. Damn, Skippy. The lines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I'm 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I'm Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, David Crockett. I'm Lee Grant, Abe Lincoln. I remember the Alamo, the main. Looks, wishes he's as sexy as I was. When freedom called, I answered and stayed until it was over over there. I left my heroic dead in Flanders fields and on the rock of Corregidor, on the bleak slopes of Korea and in the steaming jungles of Vietnam. I am the Brooklyn Bridge, the wheat lands of Kansas and the granite hills of Vermont. I am the coal fields of the Virginias and Pennsylvania, the fertile lands of the West, the Golden Gate and Grand Canyon. I am Independence Hall. The monitor, I am the merriman. I'm big. I sprawl from the Atlantic to the Pacific. My arms reach out to embrace Hawaii and Alaska. Three million square miles. I'm more than three million farms. I'm forest, field, mountain, desert. I'm quiet villages, and I'm cities that never sleep. You can look at me and see Ben Franklin walking down the streets of Philadelphia with his bread loaf under his arm. You can see Betsy Ross with her needle. You can see the lights of Christmas and hear the strains of all lang sign as the calendar turns again. Hi. Well, it's just me. I, I, didn't, I didn't know Johnny Cash did Sandman. Huh? He didn't do Sandman. Well, we were just listening to Johnny Cash. Welcome back, everybody, to News on the Flip Slide. Uh, we use a little sand, man, to bring us back there. I love that Johnny Cash thing. That's a good one. Yeah, he's serious, people. Well, look, uh, it's, it's you know, you either love this country or you don't. If you don't, get the out. Yeah. Only, you know, every time I hear somebody say, well, I'm going to move, you know what the first thing out of my mouth is? Don't let the fucking door hit you in the ass. Yep. I'm serious. You don't want to be here? Leave. 
And, and no, during, you, during no, the Obama, don't try to screw it up for the rest of us. We like living here. Uh, you during know, the I whole mean, terms of Obama, how many how many citizens swore they were going to move out of the country, and how many oh, look, of them actually did? Some every did, liberal in the I, country said they were going to move when Trump took over. And I was like, well, what y'all still doing here? Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, again, don't let the door hit you in the ass. Trump's going to be your next president unless some miracle comes in. Yeah. Let me put it this way. You're going to have Republicans no matter what in the next president's office. So just get rid. Re- well, it could be Nikki Haley. It could be DeSantis and it could be Trump. As it stands right now, it's going to be Trump. What do you mean? Biden couldn't whip his way out of a wet paper bag with a pair of scissors in his hand. <laughs> okay. He'd probably poke himself in the eye to dumbass. It's uh, hmm. no, and you know, the sad part about this is, is I liked Obama. I mean, you know, he wasn't the greatest guy. And I told everybody his flaws from day one. And it turned out to be exactly that. He was, he got screwed by the Democrats. He should have been left to mature for about a decade and then became president. And he might've been a good president because he had known how to play the game. But no, he had people he like Nancy Pelosi. He should have played out his senatorial term of six years at least. Yeah, at like, least. was it, six months, two months? He was how, a junior senator. Yeah, he was five months or six months. He was a junior senator. From what I understand, he never even cast a vote. You should have, he should have did two yeah. senate terms because one senate term wouldn't have been enough to, to make enough friends, but two would have he'd have made the friends he needed, he'd have been in the right place. He might have even got rid of that moron Chuck Schumer or the other one. Um, uh, what the other one? I can't the other guy. Well, she's she's an idiot too, but no, I was thinking of uh Chuck Schumer and uh, damn, I can't think of the other guy's name now. Uh, but anyway, she could he could have got rid of one of them too. I mean, it's just, it's just he needed to have allies and not the kind that said, well, uh, you know, pass it and read it later. Really, the whole effing co- – I, I, I still remember this. The whole country was like, what did she just say? And it yeah. didn't matter if you was a Democrat. It didn't matter if you was a Republican. didn't matter if you was an independent or a centralist or a libertarian. We all were like, did you just say vote on something we haven't even read? Yeah. Nobody could nobody could get past it. I mean, but yet that, that was you liberals did it anyway. Job. <laughs> I could job, not believe bro. how many liberals and and I remember liberals trying to say they read it. And even the guy, Anderson Cooper, was like, Yeah, it was five thousand five hundred pages. You're telling me you read it before it went to vote. And and the guy said, Well, not all of it. He said, Yeah, that's what I thought. And um, I mean, even Anderson was kind of like, You you this this is bullshit. And it turned out, and I said before it even got passed, I said it's going to be catastrophic covery. It's not going to be anything unless you got real money. It's going to be catastrophic covery. And no, no, Joe, you're wrong. I collected a couple of bets on that too. Uh, I like to put my money where my mouth is. And, and in this case, I knew it was an easy win. And they were like, so it comes out. A friend of mine says, you know, he makes about $28,000 a year. And he says, uh, I'm going to go get insurance. And I started laughing at him. And he's like, well, I said, you, you're not going to get what you think. I said, I just want you to be prepared for what you're going to see. He said, well, Josh, I make a lot more money than you do. So I said, it's different. And I said, I have different circumstances than you. So I said, my wife's retired. She gets a, she gets a pension. I said, so I, and she gets her own insurance. I don't have to worry about paying for that. I said, so it's different for me than it is for you. So he goes back. And I see him two days later. He comes by. He sees me. He goes, so he was going to pay. For him and his wife and his two kids, it was going to be one twenty-five for each one of them, which is cheap for insurance now. So yeah. five hundred dollars a month, and the deductibles were sixty-seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my god! And so, and it's a new deductible for every item, which that should be illegal. If your deductible is filled in a year, that should be your deductible, whether it's your car, your boat, your house, your body. It yeah. shouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. have to keep paying more deductibles. That's some rip-off shit that the government allowed to happen. 
So $6,700. Most people are not going to spend $6,700 in a year on medical stuff. They might spend four or 5000 but they're not going to spend 6700 So you're not even getting the benefit of the $20 or anything. You're just, you're just, well, no, they do have programs like some things you had a deductible. I mean, you had a copay and stuff like that, but the copay was for these people was very high because they weren't paying anything. So they had to make up the money somewhere else. So the government just outright lied on this is what they did. And Obama tried to get past it, but once everybody's seen it, he lost the Senate. I mean, he lost the House, and then two years later, he lost the Senate. Even though he won the presidency, he lost the Senate. Never got the House or the Senate back his entire term. So only for the first two years of his presidency did he have, and he lost it. And all because he listened to Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, if he would have just let that bill take its natural course, um, he would have kept it. It might have come out better. Four years it might have come out better. better. Did, did I think I he knew that. Here? Here, here's, here is it from my point of view. Um, I worked for a large company at the time that this went through, uh, and we had insurance. I think it was through Cigna, and I think I was paying a month like thirty-five bucks. Jeez, just for me, thirty-five bucks. And it wasn't the top level. It was like you know, bottom or second from the bottom coverage. And I had you know the standard deductibles like a thousand or whatever. Uh, I don't remember the exact details of it, but it was, I was 35 bucks came out of my paycheck pre-tax and then they taxed it and I got the, whatever was left over. Affordable Care Act, Obamacare came through and that jumped up to 109 per paycheck. Per paycheck. You couldn't per use your paycheck. You couldn't huh? use your doctor's. I could use. Yeah. I can still use the same doctors. I use. I still. My insurance company didn't change. Well, what I paid for changed, and the benefits I had thirty five dollars, which were fairly decent, or at least what I thought for me, uh, decreased, and I paid more. So I lost benefits and paid four times as much. I pay, you get paid almost at least twice every month on a bi bi weekly paycheck. Sometimes three times. So it's per paycheck. $109. When I left that company, uh, it was, I think, $171. Wow. For the basic level, the very bottom level, basic eye care, basic dental, basic. And, and Jesse, he's only getting those prices because they have lots of employees there. Oh, no. If you got it's a company, a huge like, company. Yeah. yeah. If you got a company with 10 or 20 employees, you're going to pay far more than that. You'd be paying five. Well, my uh, daughter in law, I think for her and my son, was paying 600 a month. What? That's, that's Humana, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't afford that. That's that's it, standard insurance for most people. Three three hundred dollars yeah. a person a month. Um, that's that's just regular insurance. That's nothing fancy. That's nothing. What bothers me is when my my health insurance beats out my homeowners. I'm like, wait a minute now. I, I said, you know, my home's worth X amount of dollars, so it's got to be higher because I got to cover it. But yet. I'm paying more in health. There's no way my health is going to reach the value of my home. Not when I was younger, for sure. Maybe now I'm old bastard, but even now it's highly unlikely unless I'm dying of cancer or something that I'm going to reach those kind of um, totals that I pay for my house. So plus I live in a hurricane zone and still it's cheaper than it is for my health insurance. You just got to wonder what the hell. Well, mm-hmm. not now guys, I get different stuff. Now I get something for free now because of a, a lawsuit, but um, yes. It pays for everything, actually. It pays for prescriptions, everything. 
there's only maybe a handful of things it doesn't pay for, but it pays for pretty much everything. I paid for prescription in a decade. It's a nice, it's a nice benefit, and that's what everybody should have. No, everybody should have that. And you know, the idea of universal health care through the government was the fact that everybody paid into the government, and then the government doled out. Okay, well, you're rich, so you can afford. You don't need um, uh, health care from the government. You're a middle income. You don't really need that much help, but a little bit of help. But all the rest of these, you know, 50 million, 60 million people need real help. So by having the gov- by having you take like 10% tax out of everybody's checks for that, then everybody gets good health care. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't put everybody in the bank. It don't, it don't kill the persons they're taking it from. Because, you know, oh, that's, now that's true, Elisa. Um, if we spend a billion, a trillion dollars a year, not a billion, almost a trillion dollars a year on defense. That could all be turned into healthcare, and and it would change things drastically. If everybody on, on the planet who spent the if you everybody on the planet took their defense money and just put it towards cancer research, cancer would be cured in less than two years, guaranteed. I was actually talking about this at work today. I said, I said, what was it last year? This year, the budget for the um, military was like twenty nine trillion, something like that. No, that's that's yeah. a debt. Uh, Thirty trillion. Oh. Yeah. Well, there, there, but there was something like a trillion dollars going into. Oh yeah, it's trillion dollars. Is that what the budget is? Yeah, right at a trillion. Uh, but it's a lot of money. And I said, well, why don't they take? Why don't they take some money out of that? Take a billion out of that, you know, black ops budget, and dump it into the country. Do you think a billion dollars would go really far to like fix all of our roads, mm-hmm. our infrastructure, electrical systems, our you know water systems? If they took a hundred billion out, it would. Um, because today everything's high, but if you took a hundred billion out of it in a, in a trillion dollar, you know, if that's how much they're going to give to black health, why can't they put that into the country? Cause they want to make sure the Chinese don't conquer your little butt in Pennsylvania. That's why <laughs> I think we have that lig. We still need better roads, they're still uh, but the roads thing. So the roads thing is, is only half the government. The other half is your local government. So the yeah. government doles out money. So, um, both uh, both Trump and Obama had big road plans. Not Obama, uh, Biden. Uh, you know, and 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 Biden said, "You're seeing a lot of stuff getting done, but not all that money goes to roads. Some of that money gets deflected to other projects, pork belly projects that whoever got the money originally had planned for some of it. So it don't all get there, you know. So I know in Louisiana last year they were supposed to spend 25 billion. I think it was." Um, and they end up spending 12. I don't know where the other 13 went. Nobody knows, actually. It's in the government somewhere. But yet, they did say that the state was running a surplus and it had the lowest unemployment minutes ever had in its history of a state. So, uh, that's yeah, a good there, there was that fiasco um, a couple of years ago where the, what did they lose? $260 billion? Mm. They didn't know where to find it. <laughs> you know, just, uh, government uh, money? How doesn't somebody go to jail for that? I mean, 200, that's a lot of money just to disappear. Well, the, the people in my country for that. You're pretty much good. Uh, what do you mean, Jeffrey? Uh, you mean the current president? No, he's a moron. Uh, you know what? The sad part is he's not a moron. He's probably a liar, but he's probably not a moron. He probably wasn't a moron anyway. So all I ever remember of Joe Biden through his terms of, as a senator is that he said a lot of shit that wasn't true. He just he just makes up stuff, and he still does it today. Like, oh, I was a bus driver. When were you a bus driver, Mister Biden? Oh, I was a boxer. I worked in a grocery store. 
pretty much everybody he ever meets, he's done their job. You know, what probably happened is that when he was a senator, he did a stint. He did one of those things where he he drove a bus for an afternoon to see how it's like to live on the other side. So yeah, he was a bus driver. My ass. Well, I mean, you know, he might be like some of the other ones. I don't know. I don't know when when he became a senator. So I don't know how much. How long he was in the real world? As I, I think like he's been there a good long time. So he he knows oh, he's the been there a while. He yeah. he is the reason why we should have term limitations. Him yes. and Nancy Pelosi are the reasons why. And um, there, well, there should Trump also be age limitations because I'm not half convinced that you know his stuttering and muttering and floundering about isn't you know hard signs of Alzheimer's or some other you know mental disease that's going to put him into the. Well, it is. It is, week. but they don't. They don't want to take him. For, you know, for some reason, they're just scared to make Kamala president. Um, I think we would be immediately attacked by any of our enemies, yeah. Well, more than likely, somebody would kill Kamala and then the Republicans would take over because the Speaker of the House becomes uh, is a third person in line. I like and him. I like him. The new guy? Oh, yeah. I don't know. From what I heard today, the stupid Republicans look like they're going to lose their House majority. Wow. People keep retiring and quitting. That for some, see, that's the the main difference between the Republicans and the Democrats are is the Democrats have always been a party that stuck together no matter what. The Republicans just can't seem to get that kind of loyalty going. Uh, they just they just can't seem to do it. Well, even though I know what you're talking about, Cliff, you're talking about people like AOC and all them. Yeah, they are crazy, but when push comes to shove, they get behind their party. Well, uh, also, you don't see that with the Republicans. A few shows back, we we looked up the average age of senators. And it's 65. Yeah, I know. It's actually high. And, and well, more than half of the senators that we do have are over 65. Well, Jack, I don't have a problem with them being 65. It's probably the smartest they've ever been in their life. That's not so much the issue. It's the issue of that, you know, some people are much sharper at 65 than others. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and to be a senator or a president, you should have to have a cognitive test. And yeah. at, at some point... Or a competency test. Or, a competency t- or maybe both. Yeah. It, um, so, you know, you should be tested. Well, oh, yeah. So, Biden, yeah. So, Biden maybe he was tested when he first got in, but right now he should have one. And the results should be made public. And that's the problem. None of his competency tests have been made public. Trump's was. Every time Trump took one, he made him take three, remember? And every one of his was made public, but Biden's isn't made public. See, all I see, all I've been seeing from the liberals for the last 16 years is a very one-sided country now. Liberals have wheezed their way into the FBI and the CIA and the media, and they're controlling the narrative of our country. And we can't allow that to go on any longer because they're destroying our country. Pretty soon we're going to all be Chinese because they don't understand the fact that there are threats to our nation. Mm-hmm. I heard Nancy Pelosi say, oh, there's no reason to fear Chinese. Chinese love us. She'd love to own us. Um, yeah. But then that would destroy the Chinese because that's something they have to understand. We're their, we're one of their money sources, us in Europe. So if you owned us, we wouldn't have all this money to spend with you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And I think Xi Jinping knows that. But right now, because the U.S. and Europe has cut them off over COVID, uh, they're 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 just they're crashing, and they're crashing hard. That's why. Everybody keeps saying they're going to start a war. Well, no, if they start a war while they're crashing, that's just going to make it worse. Uh, if you have no money, yeah. how are you going to finance a war? I saw a blurb. I didn't look at the article, but somewhere in one of those Google pages where they give you suggestions that someone 
some general or uh, rear admiral somebody said that uh, he, he doesn't think China will be ready to attack the U.S. for at least another 10 years. Probably longer than that because the U.S. is making heads. And ever since everybody's come out with all these new weapons, the U.S. is building shit all over the place now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So y'all seen the new ballistic missile, the new ballistic missile killer we got? It goes from zero to Mach 10 in, in, in just a few, like less than a minute. Uh, this is to hunt out ballistic missiles and kill it. That's what it does. Uh, and it's way fast enough to catch them. There's no hypersonic missiles going to make a difference to it. Well, the U.S., you should never challenge the U.S. when it comes to weapons because sooner or later we're just going to build something crazy. Um, as, the, as the Russians have found out many times over the year. And as we found out, most of the Russian weapons have turned out to be, how can I say this politely, junk. I, I hate to even say that, but, but when, you, when you go back and look at the Ukraine, because now Russia's actually deploying some of its more it's it's more expensive stuff. It's more modern stuff, and it's still getting its ass kicked. We 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 can say one good thing about Russia's air force: they do have a one hundred percent kill rate on their own forces. Yep, <laughs> they surely do. Go, guys. Hey, listen, guys, I got to get going here. All right, get on. Yeah, get on out here. We're going to do these gone. polls, and then we're going to wrap up. All right. Just, uh, let's see. Oh, Joe Biden wants to marry Jack. What? I don't think he swings that way. Man. All right, let's see. Let's see. Where are we? Where are we? Where did I do with them polls just now? Uh, Republicans, Iowa. I don't care about all of that. Let's see. Joe Biden's approval rating. Uh, let's see. Russ Mutin has. They have Joe Biden at forty six percent and fifty three disapproved. Mm. Now, how come I don't believe that? Uh, RMG Research has him at thirty six percent approval. Uh, RMG Research again has him at. Uh, 38% approval. Uh, Rasmussen has Trump at 51 over Haley at 13. American Research Group um, uh, only 37% approval. Biden 37, 37, 37, 36, 35. Well, why? Why? I mean, we've we've been going through these a lot through the last several shows. Why does it stagger around 37, 40, 42, 45? I mean, it's this. These are all sitting. These are all no. sitting here today. They're all between 35 and 38. There was only one up here that was high. All the rest of them are in the, in the mid-30s. Uh, and then you go down to disapproval ratings, 57, 57, 59. And here's one, Daily Mail, Biden versus Trump, uh, 36, 40. So Trump's got a four-point lead on him. Uh, Biden versus Philip, we don't care. Biden versus Philip, we don't care. Trump versus Haley. Now, this is interesting. Thirty-three twenty-nine. Huh. Haley's making grounds on Trump, <laughs> and it would be nice to have a woman president. Uh, RMG Research approval rating for Biden: thirty-six percent, thirty-nine percent. Only Rasmussen, which is a, a, a I thought it was a, a GOP poll, uh, is got got him high. Hmm. Here, Saint. Uh, St. Allison's College Survey Center has Biden at 49, Trump at 39. Boy, this must be some left-leaning place. <laughs> oh, my God. McKellen and Associates, Biden 34, Trump Trump 40, Harris 42, Trump 50, Biden 40, Trump 47. Uh, oh, and then... Yeah, that sucks. Let's see. Uh, Trump Haley forty four thirty, 
Trump DeSantis 49-17. DeSantis is falling. Trump Haley 74-26-74-26-62-11. Damn. Guys, y'all don't look like y'all got a prayer catching Trump. Democrats <laughs> versus – so Democrats versus Republican, 43-47. The Republicans are beating them out for a change. Yeah. Wow. Uh, favorable rating, uh, unfavorable rating. The Republicans have a more favorable rating than the Democrats do by about eight points. Damn. Yeah, that's it. YouGov, The Economist. Uh, how many people approve of the economy right now? What do you think it is? I'd say 60%. What do y'all think, people? What do you think the percentage of the people that, that think the economy is right now? So I'll tell y'all. 62% disapprove. No, 16, 16% approve. That's it. So yeah, 16, like one, one six. Point, yeah, one six. 16%. That's I it. Zero. <laughs> yeah, and then the next one is 15% approved. Well, there's some some discrepancies in here because one's sixteen sixty two, so that's only eighty eight. One's fifteen fifty six, and that's only seventy one. So yeah, and then there's the uh, plus or minus or error factor, and yeah. then there's the undecided factor. Why does every poll have an undecided? <laughs> so <laughs> so during uh, here's Joe Biden, Joe's official poll. Okay, this is so Quinnipiac. He's at thirty five and thirty six and thirty seven. The Economist, he's at 40 and 41. His approval rating on all of them are at least 59%. Mm. So he's, he's, he's just, here we go, economy. Uh, so, oh, Supreme Court approval. Uh, this was interesting. 40% pr- pr- approve of the Supreme Court. 50% don't, but that's that could go either way. Yeah. Uh, again, 40% approves, 46% don't. That's that's amazing, actually. I thought for sure they were going to have a worse rating than that. Hey, sorry, Supreme Court guys. I don't mean to hate on y'all. Everybody hates what the court decides unless it's in their favor. <laughs> uh, on on the economy, Trump and Biden are tied at 43%. Uh, I don't know um, how that works. I mean, on, that's on the economics. The, that, that's just what the it is. street at the local rudders, it is currently 349 for unleaded. High test is 385. Oh my God! Uh, it's, it's still steady. I think the last time I reported on the diesel, it was four thirty nine, and it's still four thirty nine. So, damn. So I remember but, when diesel was the cheaper of the gases. It was always, you know, a dollar. It was always way cheaper. Yeah. So way this cheaper. is this is general election, but this was between uh, December fourteenth and December eighteenth. Shows you how much these polls have changed. So uh, uh, Biden, Trump, forty three, forty three. Uh, Newsom, Trump, Trump's killing Newsom. Uh, Trump's killing Whitmore. <laughs> that's the other people. Uh, Biden, Haley, Biden's beating Haley. Uh, Biden, Trump, 41 41. Biden, Trump, 44 44. Biden, Trump, 36 38. So Trump's actually winning one. Biden, Trump, 36 36. Biden, Trump, 47 47. So basically, uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, when we started doing this, uh, these two were running neck and neck. Now, there's almost 10 points separating them. Mm-hmm. And uh, what the hell happened, people? Yeah, I'll tell that, you what I think happened is that, you know, the old phrase, you know, uh, best to keep silent and let people think you're a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. That's uh, true. Biden, Biden doesn't abide by that philosophy. He opens his mouth and boom. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> that poll site, <laughs> that was, uh, the poll site was 50, 50, 
5038. Yes, 5038 is the, uh, 538. I'm sorry, not 50. Yeah, that's the thing. We got two more polls we're going to do, and then we get, we're out of here. Yeah, we're running out of time, people. This is real clear politics. This is definitely a left leaning site, but you, they've been, they've been pretty honest lately. So we're going to see. Rasmutin has a disapproval rating at 45%. Dis, uh, uh, I mean, approval at 45, disapproval at 53. Um, it's going up seven points in the last week. Uh, Trump is killing everybody in his party, so there's not a prayer there. This yeah. is this is uh, uh, no the the one I just read was Friday, December 29th from Ross Mutant. Uh, Obama's approval rating is 46. percent Don't believe that. I'm just to be honest with y'all. You, you uh, <laughs> oh, did I? I meant Biden. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, guys. Don't get, don't get crazy. That like you said Obama. Oh, I no, I did. I said Obama. When you said it, I realized I said it. Uh, now, in Gallup, only 38% of people approve on um, Biden. So between these two polls, Russ Mutant has him at 46. Uh, Gallup, which is also liberal-leaning, has him at 39%. It's, yeah. it's still striking me as odd how, how all of these polls are so you know stagnant. They're so close. They, the numbers are so – and for weeks, they've been at that same – you know. Yahoo like, News, like it's like tweaking the equalizer on your stereo. All the all the bars stop right at the same area. Yeah. Well, that's because the liberal polls are going to lie. They're not going to be honest. Yeah. They're not going to, and they're going to be small polls. Usually, a hundred people, a uh, hundred to hundred fifty yeah. people. You might see a thousand one every once in a while, but generally, uh, the poll, polls on Trump usually are going to be bigger because they're trying to stretch it. The ones on Biden are going to be smaller because they're they're trying to get what they're looking for. Oh, people, this, uh, no, I did polling for a long time. I understand how we actually own American polling company, guys. We actually understand how this works. And, and unfortunately, people cheat. Uh, so this is uh, Yahoo News has Trump and Biden at a dead heat. No one anywhere else has him at yeah. that. Uh, Trump is killing everybody in his party here. Biden's killing everybody in his party, but they don't have Kennedy in there. They don't want to put him in there because Kennedy's drawing like 17% now. And yeah. I notice he's not involved in any of these polls, by the way. Uh, Joe Biden, even though Yahoo News says they're tied up here, they say he only has a 35% approval rating. Wow. Now, Yahoo says Democrats are, are favored over Republicans 42-43. Anytime a poll is that close, you ignore it. It's just a tie, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it Plus or minus on that poll is 5%. Yeah, so it is, it's kind of useless. In uh, uh, all of the battleground states, Trump is killing by by at least ten points. Yeah, it's uh, so I don't even know how he could have any kind of favorable ratings anywhere. What do you mean, New Hampshire? New Hampshire is a, a democratic state. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Quinnipiac, Trump's ahead on this poll, and he's ahead on this poll. What gets me is I love this one right here. Trump 36, Biden 38, Kennedy 22. Okay. So y'all know this. Kennedy's going to take more points from Biden than he is from Trump. Since all the other polls either have Trump ahead or tied with Biden, knowing Kennedy's in there means that Joe Biden's far below where this poll says he is. I don't know. Quinnipiac's got some bullshit with him. Now, I'm calling bullshit. When I see bullshit, I call bullshit. Yeah, they, now they have all the primaries and all that stuff on here if you want to look at it too. But, you know, the best way to do it, see, a lot of these polls are phone polls. So they'll call you, and they're calling Democrats almost yeah. always. So when you see these numbers, a lot of times you have to remember these companies are Democratic companies that are doing the polling. 
the majority of people taking these polls are Democrats, and they're still doing this bad. And I'll bet you some of them are phone-in polls where you can phone in, and I'll bet you some people call in more than once. Yeah, and they probably do. And think about it. There's Democrat polls are still doing this bad. Even even knowing you know you know for a fact Yahoo News has been busted cheating so many times it's not even funny. <laughs> well, no, they used to be no no. In all fairness to Yahoo, they used to be conservative, and then they had a woman took over and she made her whole entire board female. And then they got sued for discriminating against men. I don't know what's going on over there now. Uh, nationally, on a national poll, this is what company is this? This is. 270 uh, to win. That's it. But that's the uh, 270 is the amount of wins, but that's the name of the site. I wonder so, if that's based in DC because that's the that's the uh, number of the beltway that goes around DC is 270. Yeah, it's also the, the number of electoral votes too. Uh-huh. It's, uh, oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So nationally, Trump is beating Biden by five points as of December 26th. In Iowa, Trump is beating Biden by ten by twelve points. Uh, New Hampshire, Trump Biden's winning by ten. Pennsylvania, Trump is winning only by four points, but he's winning. Uh, Michigan, Trump's winning. Georgia, Trump's winning. Uh, Arizona, Trump's winning. Texas, Trump's murderizing. Nevada, Trump's winning. Uh, North Carolina, Trump's winning. Tennessee, he's murderizing. Wisconsin, he's winning. No, no, he's losing. He's tied. Sorry. Wisconsin's a tie, which means he can get it. New York, he's only out of the lead by eight points. If I was in New York, I'd be getting worried. Uh, Minnesota, Biden's winning. Florida, Trump's murderizing. California, uh, (laughs) California, Biden, murderizing. Washington State, Biden's murderizing. Ohio, Trump's murderizing. Missouri, Trump's murderizing. Alaska, Trump's murderizing. Arkansas, Colorado, Wyoming, and Montana. He's killing in all of those states. Um, well, Colorado is not allowed to be on anymore, so I don't know what's going to happen there. Biden's yeah. winning in Illinois. He's losing Dakota, South Dakota, and Indiana are all red. Ohio, Kansas, West Virginia, and Nevada, Nebraska are all red. Uh, New Mexico is uh, New Mexico's going blue. Maryland's going blue. Kentucky, right, no, yeah. Oklahoma, right of town, and Virginia. So, if you're looking at this per poll right now, he's already got to 270. Yeah, he's already got the votes. And I don't, I don't know if Georgia's going to go blue. They got Georgia's blue. I don't know if Georgia's going to go blue this time. I'm not sure if Virginia's yeah. going to go blue either because they got a Republican governor now. Uh, 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 Democrats, I don't know what to tell y'all. It looks bad, guys. It looks bleak. I don't hate Democrats. I just want a country that functions. We, like I said earlier, we we had we used to have you know a government that talked to each other. They were actually it actually worked well. Particularly, we said it before under Reagan, where both parties they they gelled well and they got stuff done. They got some good stuff done. They they did some stuff that made the, the country good until it collapsed. I think Reagan's voodoo economics is why we had that economic downturn in you know the two thousands, but. Uh, you know, they worked. Now they don't work together. It's it's like, and the gears are broken. They uh, for, we got to the point where we just don't want to be friends anymore. Yeah. So now, now on NBC, so on all these polls on NBC, do you think Trump is winning in any of them? Let's see. 
Well, Fox and Quinnipiac he is, but those are other polls. I know he's oh shit, he's winning in the NBC poll. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's something else. So theeconomist.gov and morning consultant. So Trump has both 42 in those. Biden has 44 and 43. Uh, so he Biden's winning all of these. Biden, Trump's winning all these polls. It's uh oh, guys, that can all change. Remember, we still got nine or ten months till the election. Uh, what we got January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, ten months. Yeah, it's like the first week of, of November. Ten months. It'll be the first Tuesday. Ten months, people. And then we will have a new president of the United States. He won't take over until January 22nd or 25th or something. But, uh, yeah, usually the 20th. Yeah, he's taking over a couple times on my birthday. That's the only reason I know when it's, when it's at. No, we got to go. We got to go. What, what, what question you got? Who's yeah, I got a 90-pound German Shepherd who's acting wonky. Uh, he might need to go out. <laughs> uh, Jay is married. he got four wives and 21 children. And I lost count of the grandchildren. I, 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 I the, the, grandchildren. I, I lost count. It's too many of them. Um, Jack, you mean Jack? No, Jack's not married. Jack is looking for a harem. He's, he's yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks, he's got to make a 50, 50 uh, individual harem. So he he owns a gold mine. So he's really stinking filthy rich. He's got so much money to Arabs invite him over and stuff. Yeah, but he's really wants, yeah. but he but even though he's rich, he wants a sugar mama. Yeah, <laughs> preferably like in their mid thirties or something. Yes, you know something like that. Uh, what are you talking about? No, man, you gotta take care. Of him. Yes, wisdom. Yeah, George George Carlin's ultimate wish was he wanted a um, a uh, a cocaine addict uh, with a Ferrari dealership. <laughs> Um, all right, real quick, and I'll run through these real quick. But these these are just headlines. I'm not going to get them in detail because we don't have a lot of time. So the first headline that was sent to me just now, after today's violent attack from Russia, now the good news for the Ukraine. So so, no, Ukraine was getting its ass handed to it today. But because they were having such a time, the emperor Joe Biden is going to send them. Looks like. F-16s. The Ukraine? That's what it's looking like. Well, we're now, restarting. So um that's that's gonna piss Russia off. F F sixteen is a is a is a serious Putin, fight. Putin's gonna do something really nasty if we well, do well that. okay, Christopher. Um the F sixteen is an old plane, but it's been upgraded. So the new F sixteens have a lot of stuff. That we don't want to fall in Russian hands, so we probably won't give those to to him. But ours are not going to have tape yeah. on GPS. I can tell you that. Yeah, they're also going to need to force one down if they want to get anything from it. Yes, and, and more than likely, they're going to have some way to take care of that. But um, it does look like we're going to give him that. Well, we're giving him Abram tanks. We might as well go over there and fight the war. Yeah. Okay, so so China's share of the global economy has fallen by the most since uh, Mao. What was his name? Mao Mao Zing is what is his name? Um, so it was. Think of this, y'all need, and this is this is what Trump did. So China was just going everywhere. Um, Obama pretty much said, "Oh yeah, do whatever you want. You can. You, you oh, we don't care if our if our allies buy 
oil from the Russians. We don't care if we just keep spending money in China until China's the richest nation in the world. And mm -hmm. then here comes Trump going, what are y'all doing? China is an enemy. China is not an ally. They've never shown any attempts to ally. They got all kind of intellectual fraud all over them. And yet y'all want to do business with them. Uh, so more than likely it is going to reorder the world. Um, because China's going to, China's just falling too fast, too hard, too fast. They don't know what they're going to do. And uh, if Trump gets back in, Trump's going to put the icing on their head. He's going to make sure that they, they just fall apart. Um, so what do you do? Do you go out and start a war that you can't fund? Because, I mean, the problem for China is they're not like the United States. The United States has a lot of resources inside the country. But more so than that, we, we're spread out around the world already. So we have access to all the minerals and stuff we need. China's not. China's kind of still stuck over in the South China Sea. And we will sink their ass if we see them in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, we've already told the Russians, because the Russians were going to bring tanks to Venezuela. We said, we will sink your damn tanks before they ever get to Venezuela. And, and Putin said, be an actor where he said, no, we'll just run into them by accident and sink it. Tells you right there that we're, we're tired of dealing with all this shit. We just got a coward for a leader right now. I'm sorry. He's not even a coward. He's just he's just a tired leader. And um, he yeah, got it and, over his head, really. And I, I fully think that he's he's not mentally capable. Maybe he was at the beginning of his, but he he just doesn't seem to have the capacity, the mental capacity to do it. He doesn't. He just, he just seems to be these days in another world. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Well, hold on, hold on. You send them to me too fast. Hold on. Let me let me jump back. So wait, let's go to this one next. Brazil Brazil shows concern as Venezuela slams UK warships sent to Guana. Whatever. Um, Brazil, don't worry about Venezuela. We'll just blow their asses up. Uh, Harvard gets more time to probe President Gay. President probe of President Gay. Wait, what? Huh? What? Harvard gets more time in. Pelagrisian probe of President Gay. Okay, y'all gonna have to go read that because I'm not even sure what the hell that's supposed to mean. No, that's exactly what it said. I just read it word for word to y'all. Missile falls on NATO country. Yes. Yeah. You, oh, y'all didn't hear China? One of China's big um, pieces of their rocket fell off and like to land it on somebody's house. Oh shit. Yeah, they got to get their shit together. From their, from their space program or from a, a military? Base? No, I don't know. It's just some, something they shot into space. They didn't say what it was from. Uh, they just oh. said it was a booster. That's what it was, a rocket booster. Uh, Air Force launches new investigation into cancer-striking nuclear missile communities. Ooh, that's not good for the yeah. Air Force. Yeah, you think hanging around all that, all that nuclear fissionable material, that's not good. Yeah, what they're saying is the damn nukes cause uh, cancer, people. Yeah. <laughs> Court rules president immunity doesn't get Trump out of Jan 6 allegations again. What allegations? What? I don't even know what allegations. The, the allegations they made on him for the uh, D.C. Well, the ones in D.C. have nothing to do with. Um, um, Those are for the active people who like stormed the building. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. But the but. The Jan 6, the DC's got him on like four or five things they're charging him for, but none of it has anything to do with insurrection. I ain't me, people. California slaps a new minimum wage on fast food and fast food slaps back. Oh, yeah? Wait, did the did, did clown slap Governor Newsom? I want to see that, man. 
Come on, people. California raises minimum wage to $20 an hour. Get Whoa. the fuck out of here. Excuse my French. I'm moving to California. Uh, yeah, I'm going to wow. get two jobs and make $40 an hour. It still ain't as much as I make, but still. No, when I make, when I'm working, I make good money. I've been off the last two weeks. I ain't making shit right now. Uh, what? Pizza Hut is laying off more than 1,000 drivers in California, according to federal state filings. Fad food workers in the state are, are set to get a bump in April 23rd. Minimum wage raises from 16 to $20 an hour. In one bump. In one bump. So my question here is, did the firemen get a raise, a $5 raise? Did everyone else get a $5 raise, just the minimum wage people? Because, you know, all you're doing is forcing other companies to have to go up on their wages to keep employees. Yeah. So if you got a stressful job saying you're making $25 or $30 an hour, when you can just go drive pizzas around for 20 plus tips, uh, you're probably making $30 an hour or more. Yeah. And the, those tips, you don't have to, you're not going to, you're supposed to, but no one does declare them. Then, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, people. I mean, I don't know. So now these guys are making as much as cops or more. Uh, I, I, see, no one ever stops to think about what they're doing. Liberals are got to be the stupidest people on the planet. They never think of, they never think, they think of a, a plan, but they never think of what the repercussions of what they're doing. They don't ever. think it through. They think it's a good plan. It looks good on paper, but they don't do the research to see if it's a good idea. Like so, in reality. So did, so did anyone even stop to ask uh, what were going to be the repercussions of this? And what were people going to think about this? I mean, twelve hundred drivers right out the right right out the gate. That's a lot of jobs going. And they're not the other one. They're saying at least two or three dozen other companies are planning on doing the same thing. Uh, McDonald's and Ch Chip uh, Chipotle have raised their prices uh, accordingly. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Chipotle here. When they first started, when I moved back up here from Georgia, they were, I think, seven and a quarter, seven fifty. So they're under eight bucks after tax. Yeah. So most well, recently, the last few years during COVID, they were nine dollars and after tax. Now they're over twelve dollars over tax. Well, um, Chipotle said they're going to raise their prices to match their minimum wage assessment. They said that they're so in, to, in California. It's going to. You're talking like it's a twenty dollar burrito now. Yeah, so and then uh, nationally, McDonald's and others have already been raising prices to keep up with raise and rise in inflation. Uh, oh, no, the the um, the Hochul thing, is that what you're talking about? Oh, no, Governor Hochul actually vetoed some bills that would have ran more people out of her state. Yes, she was actually paying attention for change. Now, if you're a California Democrat and your governor or your state Senate Assembly are all run by Democrats. You can replace your free market economy with a controlled freak economy uh, and conduct all the price distortions you want. Uh, Democrats is feeling the, a beautiful thing. I don't know, guys. It's looking bad. If they keep leaving. So let's see. Uh, in California, you're willing to pay for filet men price. $78 for the average eight ounce filet. It's not even at a nice restaurant. $78? For a, for a, not even at a nice restaurant. God. 
that's about what they cost down here at Roos. Well, probably about sixty-five at Roos. And Roos, you don't you don't get any sides. You got to buy all the sides separate. So it's probably about a hundred dollars a dinner, but it's going to be I mean, twice that in California. At the grocery stores here, the the select fillet. If you go to the you know the the butcher at the grocery store, it's like twenty one ninety nine a pound, uh, and you can get two good ones for less than twenty one bucks and cook them up. I mean, but seventy eight dollars. So Harvard came out and said that uh, going crazy with minimum wage jobs is a bad thing for America because we need jobs uh, to teach people the limits of hard work and discipline without an education. Uh, and what's the difference is what is, you know, what will motivate you to go to college is shitty wages, which is true. Yeah. You're making crappy money. You might want to go to college or, or, or it, it boils down to the participation trophy. Here you go. This is what you get for being a complete idiot or, you know, 100% unskilled in sports. Yeah, this guy here was writing an article. He said, I learned such a lesson working at as a teenager at Phoenix Pizza Hut, uh, telling myself daily, there's no way I'm doing this the rest of my life. Yeah. And then he went to college and got a bachelor's, and now he's a journalist and uh, making 300000 a year. Of course he did. I, I worked through restaurants all through college. I, was, yeah. I worked at the Chart House. I worked at a Japanese uh, sushi bar. Was, what, the bottom level was sushi. The top level was teppanyaki. Um, I, I worked at, uh, well, not like McDonald's or anything like that, but uh, it's hard work. It's stressful work, but I actually did enjoy it. Governor Newsom says he may ban all automatic McDonald's or any restaurants that want to make their restaurants completely for any matter of anything that wants to be completely automated. So McDonald's response was, if that's the case, we will remove all of our restaurants from California. Good. There's that, you know, there's McDonald's that, is like fucking around billion, with Elon. There's that 60 billion number going backwards down back down to zero. It's uh, I mean, really and truly, people. McDonald's a big company. Yeah, it'll 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 hurt the state if they all pull out. And if they pull out, so. ones, it, I don't think so. It's once. I mean, it, it is a big state. It's probably a lot. It's probably their the the, the California's where they have their most amount of stores. You know, restaurants. But they have a lot of other restaurants that can fill the gap. Think well, no, I'm, I don't. I'm not, I don't mean it's going to hurt McDonald's. It's going to hurt California. No, I don't think so. A lot of tax I, I money. I, you, you got they, 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 people are always raving about the In-N-Out Burger, which is started in California. Uh, think yeah, of all the McDonald's. If McDonald's pulls out. Think of all those locations that all these other bur- Hart, you know, Hardee's, Wendy's, Carl's Jr., uh, Burger King. It's not going to matter because they cost more. <laughs> See, that's the problem in California. McDonald's feels a niche. So if you if you're in like. East LA, California, and all the only places you see are McDonald's because In and Out burgers right. cost too much for them. Um, yeah. that, that's the problem. McDonald's. So if you got an app, let me tell you a little secret about McDonald's people. So if you go in a store and go and buy a, a value meal, whatever you go buy, and say two things can cost you 20, 20, 30 bucks. If you use the app, it's gonna cost you nine dollars. Why McDonald's did this is my son showed this to me because I'm like, dude, there's no way. So we stopped at McDonald's a couple weeks ago and got a quarter pound of Big Mac, two fries, and two Cokes for eleven eleven. So a normal price, that would have been 26 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so these kind of things, people like In-N-Out. And frankly, I still don't know what the big deal is about In-N-Out burgers. I've eaten them twice now. I'm not I'm not impressed. Maybe because I, I get five guys and Whataburger and other hamburger yeah. joints down here. Maybe that's what it is. But. And, and I wasn't wowed by five guys. Everyone raved about that. I went to it. I was like, yeah, okay, it's not great. Yeah, know, it's I okay. It's not great. It's, awesome. it's, it's not great. 
Uh, in and out Burger. My sister took me to that out in Arizona. It was okay. It wasn't great. It actually reminded me more of like a Carl Jr. Hardy's experience than anything yeah. else. Kind of is. Yeah, absolutely. And the burger tasted almost the same kind as, as Hardy's and, and Carl Jr.'s. Yeah, they um, and they used to have a good burger, and I don't know what happened to them either. Mm-hmm. It's um, no fine they, guys. They you know, fine guys was a weird John's. thing. So first time we ever ate at Five Guys, they sucked. And then we were hungry one day, and it was the only thing around, so we ate again, and it sucked again. So we wouldn't have eaten this effing place again. And one day we were in a place called Daphne, Arizona. I mean Daphne, Alabama. Um, and it was late in the evening. It was the only place open. I said, "Well, if the worst I can just get a malt. How can you f up a malt?" So I walk in, I ordered a, a big burger and a little burger, for, and then we ate them. They were good. I mean, they were not good. They was delicious. I, of course, I could have just been starving too, uh, but they were really good. So I was like, so I noticed something with them. It really depends on what restaurant you eat in. So if you eat the ones in New Orleans, they suck. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. The ones up in Mississippi and Florida are actually pretty good. I don't know what the difference is, but you know, when I was a manager for McDonald's and for Taco Bell, you were always allowed to pick your beef. So people, you yeah. don't know this. So if a company says it's 100% pure beef, it has to be 100% pure beef or they can be in big trouble for it. Yeah. Uh, the, the FAA will get them. So McDonald's and Taco Bell allow you to pick. So if you're a manager, you can pick 50% beef, 50% soybean. That's why you always get the poops when you eat Taco Bell because most managers use that. And the same thing at McDonald's. But most managers like myself prefer because we're eating the food. We prefer yeah. 100% pure beef. And um, so it made a difference in the way the food tastes. And I will give McDonald's one credit since they went to the, I guarantee, fresh burgers where they cook them right now. The yeah. quarter pound has gotten way better than it used to be. Yeah, I agree. And they, then, they're always warmer. You know, it used to be that they would sit there in these little and then they nuke warming trays. You, nuke and, and, you, yeah, you can't nuke, nuke a hamburger, them. people. No, Turn beef does not do good in a nuke. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Let's see. South China Sea warning. Former Navy SEAL predicts China will take Taiwan in spring of 2024. You can kiss my ass. How's that? But did I say that out loud? I didn't mean to. We got to go, yeah. but Oh, command at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base removed from command. Oh, shit. What was that about? Uh-oh. You don't usually fire people that high up the totem pole. No. Uh, Putin ally sours on, on prospect of Trump's second term. I bet you he does, man. There he yeah. is. Trump's second term. See, that's that tells you something about the Democrats right there. Right there. Xi Jinping and Putin are scared of Trump, and they know that they are. So is, we yeah. already know that Kim Jong-un is, because once Putin said, I'll come kill you, he just disappeared for three years. Yeah, he, you didn't hear about him until now. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and that's only because he knows Biden's a wuss. Um, yes. So all this, a lot of this stuff's going to go away. You can bet your ears, the Middle East was calm when Trump was president, because nobody wants to piss this guy off. He wants to go kill a bunch of people. And mm-hmm. even though Obama was the real killer, um, you know, Trump. Trump's like, look, Trump, but Trump's biggest wants to do most is get the swamp out of D.C. If he would have had two terms back to back, he could have probably done it. But he if he can, done. if he can win his four term and get like DeSantis and Nikki Haley in behind him, where they got a chance of winning next, they can get it cleaned out. They can actually get rid of some of the corruption because that's serious corruption. And pretty soon, if you start pulling this corruption out of the FBI and people start going to jail or getting in a lot of trouble, they will start writing out the Democrats uh, that were helping them out with this, so we can get them out as well. No, I, I just, I just think, uh, Christopher, I think that some Democrats have become communists, for lack of a better way of saying it. Well, we know AOL and them are liberals. I mean, uh, uh, not liberal socialists. 
You mean, I mean, whatever her name is. She's a socialist. She tells you she's a socialist. Yes, Miss, I'm the Muslim. I want to kill all Jews. Yes, she's a socialist. How she even stays in Congress. If any Republican would say that, they would be out of Congress. Uh, how and she probably stays up on charges. Yeah, probably, probably up on charges. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yes, Ukraine could shoot down Russia's heavy bombers. No, it won't be easy. They've already shot one down. This article is old. They've been taking down their capital Navy ships left and right with, you know, I know better than makeshift, you know, bats boat bombs. <laughs> oh, here it is. Uh, Chinese rocket booster cart tumbling down to earth, setting massive fire in woods near home. China, China just a mess. See, that's what I always talk about China and the, and, and things like that. China hasn't got to the quality control that you need to be the kind of nation America is. U.S. Navy warship yeah. warship downs Iranian-backed air assault in the Red Sea. So, they this, these ships out there have been knocking them down left and right all month. Since they got out there, they just been knocking stuff out the sky. The other day, they knocked what they called a black something, a badass rocket, and the ship just knocked it out of the sky like it was nothing. Uh, no, they've shot at our ships. For some reason, Joe Biden won't do anything about it. We know uh, Hamas and I forgot the other one that are attacking us are backed by the Iranians. And for some yeah. reason, we won't do anything about it. See, Trump would have already said this. The first time we find out that you're backing anything, we're coming for you. Not for them, but for you. That would cut off all support from Iran because Ayatollah seen what happened. Remember this, ladies and gentlemen. Iraq had just kicked Iran's ass when we went over to Iraq and kicked theirs for taking Kuwait. So that's what happened. Iraq got all big. They had this million-man army. They had kicked Iran's ass and was, you know, they even used mustard gas on them. They went down and took over Kuwait. So they were big and bad. And, and Iraq, and Iran didn't want to have anything to do with them anymore. And then here comes the United States, just whoops Iraq like it's nothing. So Iran now knows they don't have a prayer against us. If Iraq couldn't do anything to us, what the hell are they going to do? They're flying our old F-4 Phantoms that our F-22s keep flying underneath it and going, hi, how you doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah. they just... And they can feel drones all day long because we're going to shoot them down. So Iran's in a precarious situation. Yeah. Uh, right now, for some reason, Biden is yeah. the hottest part of the country, planet. Yeah. For right it's, now, it's Biden just wants free. to leave them alone. I, I just don't understand why Biden, you know, doesn't just warn them and say, "Hey, we're going to come after you." Screw what Russia and China says. Russia's too busy with the Ukraine to get involved in anything else. Russia wants to try to field another war. They're going to get their asses handed to them. And the, and England told them today. Our troops are standing ready and waiting, mister. They basically told Putin, get froggy and jump, buddy, because you don't know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and and NATO, NATO said, look, we're ready for you. This ain't, uh, we, you know, so now and he made the biggest mistake he could. He's got the whole military on alert now. And not just they got him on alert, but we're adding more people and adding more troops, taking more countries and building more weapons. Russia, that's not the way to sneak attack. Uh, weak and feeble man. Three ex-Trump staffers fear second term would mean mean democracy's end. You're about stupid as what you are. Democracy's end. Yes. Uh, you know, largest scale attack on the Ukraine costs Russia less than. Wait, wait, wait. I love this. Largest scale attack on the Ukraine costs Russia at least $1.27 billion. One attack? One attack. No way. No. One attack. Largest, lar it's, it says the latest, largest scale attack on Ukraine cost Russia at least $1.27 billion. If they dropped a nuke, I'd say maybe, but no. 
I don't think the nukes cost that more because they're so old. They probably cost well, a thousand dollars. Okay, so how about the inflated cost from they when it was built in the seventies? <laughs> Maybe no, that, that shit is crazy. Uh, Jess and me, we got to go, baby. Um, y'all can y'all can send us stuff anytime you want. Uh, usually when we're on, uh, we had some stuff we talked about Trudeau on, and then we. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, why I call him Mr. Pink Shorts? You'd have to look it up online. So he was doing, a, um, I think it was Breast Cancer Month or something, and he was wearing these hot pink shorts, and um, he was wearing this really tight pink shirt and these really tight hot pink shorts. And ever since then, he's been Mr. Uh, pink Shorts to me. He looked like a little girl. Wait, as far as I know, he's not gay. No, I, I just think that's how he was dressing that day. As far as I know, he's not gay. From what I understand, he's pretty much a womanizer. So. Ah, he's not. He's a, right. He may he's swing the bat from both sides of the plate. Too. He might. He might. Irrelevant, you know. He's. He might so. be Uncle By. Oh no, we're not yeah. getting into all. You know, so you know, a, a, a person the other day. I'm going to say person. The other day was telling me about. Um, don't use a bisexual word now. There's other things. This, that, and that. Like they named off like five things. I said okay, and all of them mean bi, right? And they're like, well, yes, and and so why we're we not just going to use the bi word. Well, it's 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 old fashioned. I said, so it's accurate. The shit you're saying don't even make any sense. It's clinically correct. Yeah. I said, don't. And then, oh, and then before we go, I seen the new Doctor Who. Deep breath, Joe. Deep breath. I seen the four new Doctor Who's. Excuse me. So I'm a little disappointed. The black guy, the new, the new black Doctor. He's funny as hell. Uh, he's, uh, first time you see him, he's in white, a white shirt and basically briefs the whole entire show. Mm. <laughs> um, actually Christopher, somebody said he is, he's, is gay in real life. I have not looked and I really don't care. Um, you, what do you mean a gay doctor? So I, I've messed myself up here. So on my TV networks, they, uh, they've been playing all the old doctor who's. So I forgot because of the new ones, how much Gallifrey and the Time Lords were involved in the old Doctor Who's. Matter of fact, several of the Doctor's companion were Time Lords that were traveling. Yeah. And uh, he was always messing around with Gallifrey, getting in trouble with him and having stuff to do. So it was a much different thing. And actually, a lot of the guys who played the Master in those series were actually really good. But the point being is I didn't realize how many, first off, how many new Doctor Who's are actually old Doctor Who's? I mean, almost to the word. So I'm watching Tom Baker the other day when this one where he's aging old. And first thing I thought of was the um, planet called Christmas where uh, Matt Smith is aging. It's almost the same thing. Uh, I mean, when you're listening to it, it it's, it's got the same feel, the same aliens. It's got aliens. There fight. I mean, it was, it was the same story. But there's been lots of them like that. Well, in the old Doctor Who's, you're not, you can't change sexes. No, you can only be male or female. And at first I thought it was because uh, the Time Lord said no, because it confuses your family because Time Lords live a long time. So if they're men and they're marrying women, it could flip flop or they could become lesbians. Some people won't, might want, don't want that. So it's not something that happens. Mm -hmm. um, and it's in the Doctor Who lore. So it's not, it's, you know, it's, it, it's pretty tough in the Doctor Who lore. Also, and this was in the second doctor. Was it the one? Oh, it was either second or third doctor. They pretty much explained to you uh, some of the reasons why 
they they could only be they couldn't be gay is what they were explaining because for some reason i think some of the people thought the third doctor was gay i don't i don't actually think he was but some people for some reason thought he was well i mean if the actor was that's one thing but the character never has been he's yeah. never even really hinted he's always been sort of a not i wouldn't say womanizer but a tremendous flirt at least yeah um, every incarnation and then it wasn't until the recent incarnations and they they brought back a character i think from the original series but another he's played by um a canadian actor i forget his name but the character uh captain jack harkness is legitimately by he will he, go he is, hit on he is. either side so and he, he actually plays his part well and see that that's and and but he's not a time lord the son no, no. the time lords had a thing about this and they made sure, I guess, because in the old early days, you know, being gay or being bi, being anything like that wasn't it was a big no no. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of written in. So when you get the first new doctor, he's talking to um I forgot who he was talking to when he said, Oh, maybe. And then when she's when Jack's talking to Rose, he said, Oh no, he'd rather dance with me. Uh so that's the first hint <laughs> that the doctor might swing both ways. Yeah. Now, um Matt Smith once or twice. But never anything solid. For some reason, what's his name in between didn't really get into that. But now, when he came back, uh, Donna was trying to tell him, "Oh no, I always thought it was close to service." But she's kind of like, "No." And um, and then I try to warn everybody that the new doctor's coming out of a girl because he was a girl. And, yeah, and and he's even wearing one of her shirts in, in one of the episodes. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, no people because what do you mean she represent today? How, how is that? Only so before we even get into this conversation, you do realize that less than two percent of the world's population is gay. So how is that? Yeah, you see what you said was dumb. You didn't think about the other ninety-eight percent of the people in the world who might be watching the show and might find it offensive. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there's serious law. It's like changing. It would be like saying, "Okay, Captain Kirk was gay." Do you really think the series would have been as popular as it was? Do you really yeah. think it would be Star Star Trek like it is? They didn't know it wouldn't have been. Even if and, and you realize they didn't even tell you Sulu was gay for thirty years. Oh, here's a good one, Joe. Uh, um, the, moving on up, uh, George Jefferson. Oh yeah, the actor, the actor that played George Jefferson. Never knew it. Man died. He was gay the entire time. I yep. never knew. Hollywood yeah. kept his secret for his entire life. It, I didn't hear about it until he came out, until he he actually had passed away. But it, as far as I know, he never ever came out publicly to anyone. And and most people back then didn't. So, it, but yeah. as far as the Doctor Who actors taboo. go, guys, I mean, you can go watch the old series for yourself. It tells you one: they don't change sexes. Two: none of the Doctors are gay. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it because in a Time Lord's life, because okay. What's normal in our society? Being straight or being gay? This is an easy question. So ninety-eight percent of the world is straight. Less than two percent is gay. Yeah. So so it would be uh, being gay would be a sexual deviation, a deviation from the norm. I'm not being mean. I just mean it would be a deviation from the norm. And time and lords. Opinion, it's, it's not necessarily a deviation from the norm. It may actually be a natural biological defense for the population of humans on the planet. Maybe if so. If you have enough people that are no longer interested in the opposite sex reproduction, the population dwindles down to a a planetary medium that's you know everyone you know there's enough for everybody. 
we may we may be extincting ourselves by allowing so many people on the planet. Yeah, I mean, well, that's it, a lot. That's a lot of stuff going. It's 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 a it's a weird you, thing. You go into any building, almost any building within the the, the United States, there's going to be a plaque somewhere that says only so many persons allowed in this building at any one given time. And during an emergency, only this much more. After this, that's capacity. I get. I guarantee you the planet has a capacity limit. We just don't know yeah, where it probably, is. Probably, probably we're 30. probably over it. <laughs> no, no. It's probably more like 25. I remember when uh, there was a, a, a study done about what, how much oxygen and how much food the planet can make. It can easily sustain. If you turn most of America and South America into farmland, you can sustain about 28 billion people. Uh, remember, what do you mean, people? No, that's a wives' tale. Most of the oxygen do not come from the rainforest. I'm sorry, it comes from the ocean. Like eighty something percent comes from plankton. Yeah, that's what you got to be careful. Guess what? We can also farm the ingredients, the necessary ingredients for both oxygen and water, directly from space. Yeah, so it's a little bit different than it was. So we we the planet can grow. It's just and it won't matter because thanks to Elon, we'll be on Mars long before we ever reach the maximum of this planet not yeah. just mars we'll be all over the solar system probably within the less than less than 200 years we'll be out closer to oort cloud we'll definitely be out by jupiter and uh, I, Sarah, I, i'd say Sarah. in less than 200 years we'll be beyond the oort cloud i mean probably I, I will be. he's there um but i'm just using a conservative they're only going to slowly drop it on us a little bit at a time uh pete what do you mean why why won't time lords be gay okay real quick so when you listen to people at harvard and other people who are working on gene studies today and evolution of mankind, one of the first things they talk about is how they can remove things from us, like the criminal aspects, being gay, being blind, all kind of stuff. It can just all be taken away so that the human that comes out will not have to deal with any of those kind of things ever in its life. All of that will be removed from it. So knowing that, and knowing that most advanced races will reach this point sometime along the way, why would you think gay would be a normal thing in advanced races? Mm, yes, no one ever even thought about that, did they? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's biological defense that, that, that our, our our biology is telling us that we're approaching a dangerous level of uh, not being able to sustain the population. That, that's my opinion. What do you mean, Kirby? No, gay's been around since. Man's been around. No, I don't know who told you. It's not something just started now. Oh, God, no, the Greeks were the worst of that. Oh, yeah, all them stories you used to hear about the Greeks with their little young men, that was true stories. That was one thing. Remember Alexander? He had a male lover, not a female lover. Mm, yes, and, and he conquered the known world. Yes, so, no, it's not something that's new, and it's not even something that's wrong. It's just something that is the world's changing at first, the world started changing, moved away from it. Then the world moved towards it. Now the world's moving in a different direction. Well, because there's lots of reasons why. You'd have to look into it. You know, there's a show I did uh, for NBC News with Jennifer Wallace out of um, San Francisco when I took on the, the three women who run the uh, Lesbian Coalition in California. Got all three of them fired, by the way. Because there are biological factors to this. And no, you're not born gay. You have to choose to be gay. You're not born gay. Don't ever believe that bullshit. No one's born that way. You can be born to have a pre You can be born for certain pre-things in your life, like being a criminal 
or being addictive or being or gay, be, but be, you be still have to make, alcohol, yeah. yeah, but you still have to make the choice. Yes. You still have to make the choice. And depending on what college you go to right now, the average gay person, about 62% of gays go back straight. I think that's going to change some as society accepted more. I think you won't see that. I think that number will come down some, probably 50 50. No, I think it'll come down some. Yes, I do. But we got to go. We'll save that for another show. Everybody, every at least everybody in this country should have the same rights. It shouldn't matter uh, what you believe in or what you what sex you want to be, mm-hmm. what kind of sex you want to have, unless you're hurting somebody. Everybody yeah. should have the same rights in this country. As long as your lifestyle doesn't right. affect mine or impact my life yeah. in a negative way, I don't care what but you do. Everybody should have the same rights. Yes. It doesn't matter what color, what sex, or what sexuality you are. It does not matter. We should all, as long, again, as long as you're not hurting somebody, it shouldn't matter. But we, Jay and I got to get out of here. He's got he's got his harem to go take care of. And, yeah. And that's what the dog's telling me. He, 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 yeah. Hey, look, five women is not easy. Yeah, he picked them yeah. another one while we were alive. That's, that's, yeah, that's, why, that's why I got the dog so like he can he can corral them all. Yes. He's a shepherd, the German and, shepherd. And, and, I, and I hear the Arab women. Whoo, man, that's like a, that's like one of them Arab Mustangs, man. Whoo, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to catch them, man. They will kick. Yeah, so any moans, groans, bitches, or complaints, please write to Michelle DeRoche. She she helps, she handles all that. Michelle DeRoche, uh, she's the boss. Yeah, send it to her. Put on there. Put there, Listen, send it to Michelle DeRoche. Love JoJo. Love JoJo, JJ, and Jack. <laughs> anyway, guys and girls, I hope y'all enjoyed the show tonight. I really enjoyed it myself. Uh, y'all going to get to hear Sandman, I think. Maybe not. I might have been lying to you. Uh, as we get rolling, roll out of here. Um, yes, you are going to get to hear that. So good night. Enjoy your time. Hope you have a fabulous New Year's. Stay out of trouble. Don't get arrested. And, you know, no drinking and driving. See y'all next week. Have a good one. I think the pup likes the music. You forgot to hit present, maybe. <laughs> Can get back this week. We we can't hear it. It's not over here. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it didn't play. Turn that noisy stuff off.